Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. guitar and then score at the bar. There's a line of chicks waiting for their chance. So come on now, honey. I'll make you feel pretty. These other gals mean nothing to me. Let's finish these drinks and be gone for the night. Cause I'm more than a handful, you'll see. So kiss me. Oh, 
French press a car I'm an ex-football star With degrees from both Harvard and Yale Girls just can't keep up I'm a real machine I've had far better sex while in jail I design the sales tower I make two grand an hour I cook the world's best duck flambe I'll take the pick of the litter girls jockey for me I don't need these lines to get away So catch me from stone I'm a cheat and a liar no woman's desire I'll probably die cold and alone but just give me a chance cause deep down inside I swear I got a big heart of gold I'm a monogamous man no more one night stand come on
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much, much better beloved, better half, and better looking half. Phelan. Hello, Patriots. And, uh, wow. Uh, so, first, before we begin, before we begin, even before we get to anything, mm -hmm. really quick, just because I always forget to do this. Yep. For the Wolfpack. Hello to the Wolfpack. Nothing but respect for the Wolfpack. Yep. And for all the returning listeners who have listened to us forever, I have a surprise. So first, you have to vote. And to vote, you've got to email us. So vote. Yes. Um, so we're going to call it, obviously, all our listeners patriots. It would only make sense. Well, yeah. Obviously. After all, we yeah, are the yeah, Patriot yeah. Party yeah. podcast. Yeah. So the first option is this one. And we can do this one for the patriots. He's actually being like dismembered at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point, I mean, he's actually <laughs> being disbowled. It's, you know, they hung his body parts all over Scotland. That's actually a true story, uh, just in case you didn't know. Oh, and by the way, his sword, uh, the actual sword, if you ever get a chance to go to Dublin, Ireland, and you actually look at the coat of arms, the national coat of Ar Irish I, arms. It, Ireland or Scotland? Nope, that was in it Scotland. is in Dublin, Ireland. Okay. It exists in the national Irish coat of arms. His sword, William Wallace's sword, is right in the middle of the Irish coat of arms. Interesting. How about that one? Yeah. Why? Because the Irish fucked up the English for the Scottish thereafter, and then which led to the Scottish rebellion, which actually led to their freedom. However, that is one option. Okay, what's the other Second one? option is this one. No! We will run! And we will live! Alright? Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live! At least a while. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom? So those are the two options. That, you have to vote. It's, it's a little bit long. longer. That's too it long. It is a little bit longer. I would longer. just cut it out and do like, they'll never take our freedom. Well, I kind of liked everything leading up to that. I mean, it I understand that. It is all about what we're about. It's, it's too long. Mm. I'm telling you. I'm gonna let long. I'm going to let the listeners decide. Okay. So vote between now and our, what's today? Today's Wednesday. So we have until 630 tomorrow night. So vote between now and 630 tomorrow, tomorrow night. Or next Monday. Okay, we can let it go till next Monday. Okay. This would be, uh, what's this for? Robin Marie asked, what's this for? Well, as I always give a shout out to the Wolfpack because yeah. they are Justin's followers. Um, our father followers who show up every night, much like yourself, madam, and you've been here for many a night, uh, you're now a patriot. That being said, uh, you were either you're just going to go with the freedom as your sound clip the or because like freedom. we do we do the wolf pack uh we do the howls for the wolf pack so what i would like to do is something for the patriots the ones that always show up come every night you know when i see your name pop up i'll give you a shout out and then we're, we're gonna drop the old uh you know freedom i know i know oh my god thank you so much dude the guy <laughs> freaking rocks yes see robin's with me use the second clip but just the end part all right, so you want me to do some editing on yes, the end part. Cut, cut it out. All right, so you want me to make it shorter. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yep. covering all right they'll take everything but our okay yeah i'll give it a shot we'll okay. see how that works out see how you can it use our uh, you can try out our new editing software my i just did it up for audacity it's easier well what the hell did i spend 300 dollars on for that not really sure <laughs> so either way all right, so, so uh, yes it's <laughs> excellent said like share subscribe please do please like share and subscribe. I, I like that too you're right you're absolutely yep. right uh, Wolf Whistle is short. Yeah. Ours should be too. Yes. And that's why I went with Freedom. I thought yeah. the Freedom thing was short but too. But he's, he's, I mean, but he is being, being dismembered, dismembered at that at point. <laughs> I mean, as long as yeah. you ignore that part, yeah. you that's actually little, understand what he's getting little, at. Yeah, it's a little rough. It's a little gross. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Either way. Okay. So um, I, I titled this episode, It's Getting Biblical, and we're going to get there. Oh, we're so going to get there. <laughs> but right now where we're starting is, um, actually we're going back in time. What, what is the, uh, what's the over under on conspiracy theories now? How long do they take to come true? <laughs> well, this one actually has been a bunch of years. I, I, well, I meant the first clip, but no, we got to close the door. Hold okay. On. Our children are being loud. Yes. Um, I, I meant the, the first clip we're going to play because you know, all right. So we've been talking about bioweapon, bioweapons labs in Ukraine for 10 days now, so mm -hmm. really since it first started coming out. And at first we were like, I mean, that sounds, that sounds legit. Um, no, we didn't. Matter first of fact, you said we're going to take a knee and get more information. And exactly. I was like, yeah, it sounds well, legit to me. Then I, then I got confirmation. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm going to claim this is a W. Yeah. Well, this is totally a W because I completely got confirmation from yep. one of my guys who yep. told me about this yep. and he said, actually, this is all true. It's only seven. It's not nine or 12 or whatever, 13 or whatever, or whatever they were yep. calling for. And go figure fast forward a couple days and here we are and even fucking hannity's talking about it tonight tucker's talking about it tonight and fucking bongino talked about it today well, because they didn't and have a choice because freaking victoria newland who's the under I know, secretary I know. of defense or whatever yep. so she went she went in front of senate in the in front of the senate and okay um marco rubio this Fucking rhino. There's He's such an establishment there's rhino. Something that I want you to listen to very important in this clip. And I, I just want you to listen to the start of it because the start of this is really important. Like if, he teed this up for her for her to deny it. If you do not believe for one second that none of this has been scripted, this is going to change your whole opinion. You all know what I said about this. At first I said, no, nah, well, I haven't heard anything and nobody's gotten back to me yet. We're going to take a knee and, and pause for a second. We took a knee and paused. Yeah. Justin said it. There were some other people that came out with it. I think Josh came out with it. Some yeah. other people ran with it before I had gotten any confirmation today. And then to, uh, yesterday or a couple days ago, I got confirmation from one of my guys. And I said, okay, I got confirmation today. We're going to go ahead and push this. We started pushing it. We said, yep, this is all real. Yep. this It's not as many as what was originally talked about. But this is all real. Well, then today, uh, of all well, this, days, this was yesterday. Last well, this night. was last yeah. night, yeah. late last night. Uh, the Senate decided to hold a select committee on bioweapons or weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, oh. this is just ugly. So we're just going to hop right into this. Yeah. I only have a minute left. Let me ask you. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities. 
which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100 percent it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Okay, so Victoria Newland, she is the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs in the U.S. Department of State. So she was working for the U.S. Department of State. However, if you listen to that, Marco Rubio couldn't have teed that up any higher Yep, And she could not have drilled that ball any further down the fairway if I was hitting the fucking golf club and hitting the ball. Um, this has all been scripted. 100%. Whether you want to believe it or not, the American government was 100% had bioweapon labs in Ukraine, seven of them that were level three and above. Realize that supposedly the United States only has a grand total of three bioweapon labs in the world that are level four and above, which actually carry all your uh, mass level contagions. However, the level three stuff and above carries a lot of the smaller shit like COVID. For instance, that's an example. However, where does this go back to? And I've got bad news for all you Trump lovers because I'm about to rain on your fucking parade. I are am you no longer a Trump lover. I, I think he he did a great job as president. I think he would still do a great job as president. However, I have to remind people to stay grounded when it comes to this shit. We cannot get ahead of ourselves. We cannot get um, we can't get out over our skis. What happens when you get out get out over your skis? You fall on your ass. You fucking tips go into the snow. Next yep. thing you know, you're fucking sucking face in the snow. Yep. However, style. So let me let me read you a part of this article that I found uh, today that is very interesting. Which is interesting because he and I both pulled the same articles, which we don't normally do, actually. This article also, which highlighted uh, work of former Senator Dick Luger, who was an additionally uh, issued number, uh, issue number 818 of the United States Air Force counterproliferation of Centers of Out Outreach Journal. Luger said plans for a facility began in 2005 when uh, then-Senator Barack Obama entered the partnership with Ukraine officials. Luger and Obama also helped coordinate efforts between the U.S. and Ukrainian researchers that year in an effort to study and help prevent avian flu, explained the author, Tina Redlip. Understand, you can go back and look at this. This was June 7th. It was published on June 17th, 2010. But you have to find it on the Wayback Machine because it's yeah. been deleted. A 2011 report from the U.S. National Academy of Science, uh, Sciences Committee on Anticipating Biosecurity Challenges and Global Expansion of High con uh, Containment Biological Laboratories explained how Odessa-based laboratories is responsible for the identification of especially dangerous biolo biological pathogens. Okay, This laboratory was reconstructed and technically updated to a BSL-3 level lab. 
A BSL level three means this stuff handles some of the most deadly shit out there. It's not up there in where they're handling like AIDS or something like that, but it's right underneath there. Hold on, hold on. I've got right here scope and general description of activities. Hold on. Okay. Uh, Through a cooperative agreement between the United States Department of Defense and the Ministry of Health in Ukraine, which was started in 2005, the collaboration focuses on preventing the spread of technologies, pathogens, and knowledge that can be used in the development of biological weapons. The report continues. The updated laboratory serves as an interim central reference laboratory or depositorium pathogenic collection, basically, according to Ukraine regulations. Oh my God, what the heck? Sorry, I have to mute that. Um, According to Ukraine regulations, it has the permit to work with both bacteria and viruses of the first and second uh, pathogenic groups, explains the report. A uh, separate document detailing Ukraine's biolab network from the Bioweapons Prevention Project outlines in greater detail a scope of the pathogens that the facility was conducted research with. Among the viruses the lab studied were Ebola, viruses of uh, pathogenicity group two by use by use of virology mole, uh, molecular mo- molecular and serologica yep and express and methods. express methods additionally the lab provided special training for specialists on biosafety biosecurity and issues during handling and dangerous biological pathogen agents the scope is the direction of the identification of viruses and detection and identification? Detection, sorry, detection and identification of viruses and pathogenicity of Group One: Marburg virus, Ebola, Lazarus, uh, Junin, Machupo, Machupo, Simeon B, and um, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever virus. Yep. Viruses of pathogenesis pathogenicity group two by using virology, molecular, serological and express methods, detection and identification of bacteria of pathogenicity groups one and two, um, Yersinia pestis, Bacillia, and so basically anthrax, um, tuberculosis, like the viruses that cause anthrax, tuberculosis. Um, Let's see. Uh, overall, the basically the web uh, this follows intense scrutiny over the U.S. government's decision to fund risky gain of function research. All right, this was going on at that lab. We were essentially funding gain of function research yep. at that lab. This is what Russia was attacking. Yet you just heard our undersecretary for state of polit- uh, state uh, for state of political affairs, and so. Obama started this. This was still active while Trump was president. Yeah. So my question is this. Where was Trump? Has anybody asked Trump this question yet? Where were you with this biological weapons lab that was located in Ukraine? How the fuck did you let that go on during your term as president? How did you not shut all that shit down and bring it back to the States? What were you thinking? How did they hide it from him? That is another question. Did you know about it? Did you know about it? If you didn't know about it, if you didn't know about it, who was hiding it? Yep, exactly. And where did they cover that one up? And apparently the the funding for it came from NIH. Yes, it did. With Fauci. Under Fauci. So wait, there's one other thing on there. Hold on. 
No, it's not because this is bigger. What Rubio just showed you was that apparently the Senate was aware of it too. Hmm. Hmm. How did that happen? Why didn't Mitch, Mitch McConnell tell you, Trump? He was in charge of the Senate at the time. Where was our, because uh, there is a Senate select committee on military affairs. So wait a minute. How did they not know about it? Because I know every single senator sitting on the Senate Select Committee for Military Affairs has to have a clearance high enough. So where, how was there such, for four years that you were president, how did everybody seem, how did those missiles seem to miss hitting each other? And if he had such a good relationship with Putin where he was telling Putin, don't go into Ukraine or I'm going to bomb Moscow. Why didn't Putin, why didn't say, Putin anything? say anything? Because Putin's, I mean, he's not been quiet about it. In fact, and this is where I was going a minute ago. Um, Putin is saying that not only were they developing biological weapons, but they were developing genetically targeted biological weapons. Hey, wait Where have we heard that say, before? I was about to say, doesn't that sound familiar? It sure does. Doesn't it sound like what was going on with 23andMe, the Human he, Genome yep. Project, Ancestry. everything that I, I found yep. in fucking Fauci's, Fauci's emails. Fuckstick Fauci's yep. fucking emails. Yep. The flip-flop that we sent the box of flip-flops to. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where is Fauci anyway? Uh, he's still apparently he's in hiding. Well, no, he came out for a little bit and then he went back into it. So I okay. don't know. He's in his cave. He's hiding out. He's yeah, like a hobbit. Trying to avoid the press right now because every time he comes out in the press, he gets basically everybody talks shit to him. And uh, he, I, I think he's, and I've been hearing this a lot today. I think he's hiding because of the bio, bio, uh, bio weapons labs in Ukraine that they. He has more direct knowledge of it than we are currently hearing. I, I don't know. I think that, uh, no, I think what happened is, uh, think about it. What happened just five days ago or 10 days ago, hmm. the state of the union. Yeah. And what did fucking Biden say? COVID's dead. And fucking Putin should take credit for that. Hmm. And well, he, he should actually win a Nobel peace prize for that. Because he killed fucking COVID in one fell swoop. By attacking Ukraine, he killed COVID. Hold on. Hear me out. COVID's dead. What role does Fauci have anymore? Unless he sits back in the corner again in colors and doesn't ask for any more money. I There is a role that Fauci could be playing right now. He, he could be out there touting this Lancet study. Of course, we we trust the Lancet so much now. But um, the Lancet put this out. Large U.S. study confirms most mRNA COVID-19 vaccine side effects are mild and temporary. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on a second. I mm -hmm. have something for this. Actually, stand by. And... Um Many people believe Joseph. Dum, 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 dum. Well, Just saying. Yeah. Uh, so a review of adverse events following vaccination against COVID-19 with mRNA vaccines in the U.S. confirms that most side effects were mild and decreased substantially after one day. The new study published in the Lancet Infectious Diseases Journal suggests that for more than 298 million vaccine doses administered between... It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. December 2020 and June 2021, 92% of reported adverse events were not serious, and less than 1% of V-safe participants reported seeking any medical care following vaccination. So that means that... You! You liar! That means that 8% of the people that got that dose had a very serious or deadly adverse 
Correct. Reaction. Correct. That they don't want to highlight because if they highlight it, what does it mean? The vaccine doesn't work. And again, yep. I bring up the classic money ball uh, system with this. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? So, and they're talking, they looked at VAERS and this, that, and the other. Um, I, oh, and they're saying that none of the deaths reported in VAERS can actually be attributed to the vaccine. I, okay, I'm not even kidding. They are actually saying, "Hey, love for all." Um, and Tara, no, they're 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 not counting death as an adverse reaction. No, they're saying that it's all coincidence. Nothing to see here. None of the deaths that happened um, could be related to that. They were all underlying conditions, and all of them had to be reported because they are in a trial. It's in phase three, and so therefore, anyone that died after receiving the COVID vaccination was required to be reported to VAERS, regardless of the manner of death. Because I've seen so many reports of car accidents and falling off bridges in there. Or being hit with a bullet at a high rate of speed. Or even suicide. So my question is this, right? Mm -hmm. Where are all those guys, all those criminals that were convicted of murder and their victims were tested for COVID and they were found with COVID? How are they still being charged with murder? Because on on the fucking death certificate, I guarantee it says COVID killed them. Well, I'm sure. I remember what... um. Well, we can't get, we haven't released that episode yet. I can't, I can't release that little tidbit. I'm sorry. Um, but we, we, I mean, we know that's blatantly <clears throat> false. We've talked to so many people. I mean, we see adverse reactions in our friends all the time yeah. and our family members, family members. Um, you know, I, my, dad's my mom, rough, your dad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not getting any better. So nope. this, this study, I mean, the Lancet already had no credibility after the hydroxychloroquine fiasco. I was about to say either that or ivermectin yeah, or, but this, um, this study right here, this is, I mean, the, if they had any left, it's all gone. Flush now. the toilet on the, on the Lancet. And it's so funny because you, you offset that with this Pfizer recalls drug over cancer risk. Hmm. Oh, no, it's not the COVID-19 vaccine. No, no, sorry. Um, They actually uh, recalled a blood pressure drug over a cancer risk. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. So they can, they can recall, they can recall blood pressure drugs over cancer risk that, you know, um, where no one's actually died of cancer from it, but they can't recall the the COVID-19 vaccine. Just saying. So uh, how many people out there love cryptocurrency? How many people are all about (laughs) cryptocurrency? Hmm. I don't see a lot of people saying I'm about I'm I'm about to get out of my wallet entirely. Yeah. Oh, you better. Yep. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Biden signed a cryptocurrency executive order as of today. Yep. That paves the way for the U.S. government coin. So let's put it this way real quick. Oh, I didn't know we were going there already, but okay. Well, yeah, because I have to. So, well, I have a clip for that. So, well, great. Uh, President Joe Biden is, exe- uh, is signing an executive order Tuesday that moves the U.S. government one step closer to launching its own digital currency. The rise of digital assets creates the opportunity to reinforce American leadership in the global finance system at and at a technological faster pace than in national security and climate risk, the White House said in a statement on Tuesday. The United States maintains must maintain techno- technological leadership in this rapidly growing space. All right. Bullshit. Okay, Um, what they want to do is they want to make sure that us, all of us, that if you start spending your money 
and it's not going where they want it, they can turn you off with a flip of the switch. That's all this is. Every part of this is bullshit. All right. If you think that cryptocurrency is the way to the way of the future, uh, I've got bad news for you. I've got oceanfront property for you in Arizona. Swear to God, it is beautiful. It's the way of the future for the totalitarian, tyrannical government. Understand if you tried to go buy a gun with cryptocurrency and they said, yeah, well, no, you can't buy guns. You would be denied. Mm -hmm. Look at what's going on. Like, I don't agree with this. Uh, at all, but like MasterCard, Visa, they pulled out of Russia. Yep. If you don't think that everybody on the left is right now looking at that going, well, we've got another way to control conservatives. Boom. And you don't think they're going to try and hit us with that shit? Again, I have oceanfront property for you in Arizona. Swear to God, it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And it's not even salt water. I'll tell you that too, because if you believe that, I can sell you anything. I, You could be Jewish and I could sell you a Bible. And you buy it from me. Put money on it. Swear to God. No joke. <laughs> well, flip forward then, because this is um, well, not... It leads up to that. Uh, well, I know, but there's dork. a clip specifically about that. So keep keep going. Nope, not that one. What, you're not even in I had any it, order. I had it. Well, I did, but we didn't discuss the order in advance. So Obviously. Keep going. Normally, you leave it up to me, so... I no, tried, but not, you never said anything, and you never put my shit in order, so it well, didn't really matter. There it is. I did it. That one. Okay. <laughs> so this is from that very famous Joe Rogan podcast with Majad, whatever his name is that we can't pronounce. Do you feel like you're sounding the alarm yes. for people that don't understand what the fuck is going on? So here, I'll put it up for you here. Yeah. So there's the video. Yeah. I don't know if your camera can see that, but the, no. there's the video. There's him speaking about it. The G7 is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, yep. CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside... Right, so that's the guy who runs our economy in the UK. His name's the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And here is the article. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. Yeah, And here's a quote from the article. This is in the Telegraph, the one he pulled up. Okay. But it was behind a paywall, so I'll just read the quote. Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. Holy now, shit. Now, I'm going to take it one step further for you, Joe, right? So the vaccine passport infrastructure is in place. But now we know that the vaccine doesn't stop infection or transmission, but the Checkpoint Charlie exists everywhere. They bring in digital banking, central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go using vouchers that are programmed and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system. It, it's worse than that. It's not as bad as that. It's even this guy is being polite about it. It's it's even worse than that. OK, this is about if you pop up and you're spending money not where they want you to, for instance, I saw this thing this this evening when we were getting ready. I was getting music downloaded and whatnot. Right at the top of uh, old Bezos site there in Amazon, it says donate to Ukraine. <laughs> so let's say that I went in there. I went on a Bezos site and let's just say, for instance, just for shits and giggles, I bought, I don't know, 2000 rounds of ammunition and I did not don't donate a dime to Ukraine. Okay. Which I don't agree with because I don't think there's a real war going on in Ukraine. And there's actually some more evidence of that that we're going to get to here shortly. But 
if if I didn't donate to Ukraine and this this because basically what he's talking about in this uh, fucking executive order is uh, a, a number of U.S. agencies and departments have been studying the national security and financial aspects of cryptocurrency, according to the senior administration of the officials. Biden's order will be the first time to bring together the expertise and authorities of the entire U.S. government to inform and make a holistic approach to digital assets. This will be something that falls directly under the executive committee. Does anybody else not see a problem with that? That means we have one department, just like the FBI, because we can trust them. We, we've seen that. We saw what happened with the FBI. We can trust the FBI any any anywhere we go. Oh, we'll get to uh, that, too. We can trust the C CIA, right? <laughs> we've never trusted the uh, CIA. You can trust the FDA? No. Uh, you can trust, oh, well, the NIH, then. You must be able to trust the NIH. No, we don't trust any alphabet uh, agencies. Hmm. No alphabet So you agencies. mean this one agency that will have control over our cryptocurrency in the United States will fall directly under the behest of the president of the United States. Does anybody else that it will not even be referable to Congress or the Senate? Because it's by executive order. Exactly. It is not done by congress a congressional decree. Does anybody else not see a fucking issue with that? And you know how they're trying to spin it. This is interesting. You pulled it. I pulled a similar story about it, but not the exact same one. And in here it says... A positive crypto policy can probably help America gain an edge over its economic rivals, especially China, which has taken an entirely anti-crypto approach. Why? These countries but aren't not lying true. To you. No, they have a crypto. They, but they, they don't have a, a decentralized blockchain crypto like Bitcoin. They have the Chinese digital yen or the yuan, yuan. Right. But so guess what? Which is whoa, the same thing that he's. Well, time out. Time out. Mm -hmm. Guess who cannot buy the Chinese yuan? We can't. No, China pe Chinese people can't. Because it's only given to them by the government? No, hmm. because it's all out there for us to buy, for America to buy, for the Brits to buy, for it, the Italians to buy. They don't want their own people buying it because they know it's fucking worthless. Yeah. And they know they can pull the rug out from underneath it at any point in time they want to. Well, they can pull the rug out from underneath us at any point in time they want to. They own like two thirds of our debt or something ridiculous like that. And when they go after Taiwan, are we going to put the same kind of restrictions on them that we've put on Russia? Fuck no. Why would we? Yeah. Everything in this country, we wouldn't be able to get a thing. Yeah, and they already name, own us. Name one thing electrically you could get that's not made in China. Nothing. Just throwing it out there. Nothing. I, I guarantee that nobody... We, we don't we even have the manufacturing capabilities here in the States anymore to produce those kinds nope. of things. So we are so dependent on a global economic system that it's, it's not even funny. So talking about our global dependence yep. on shit yep who else has been to the, the the gas pump today oh my god so i don't know about you all but here in georgia i talked about it the other night i went by the gas station i uh, two days ago i was not gonna fill up i filled up anyway it was like three it's 389 three, 399 no it was three yeah it was 382 382 a gallon yeah i drove back by the same gas station six hours later it was over four dollars and nine cents a gallon yep. okay as of today, it was three fifty eight a gallon, or four four fifty eight yep. a gallon right now here in station. Georgia. Yep. Um, now, um, I found four nineteen somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me?" And that's that's a good price. Yeah, exactly. So, but Biden doesn't seem to give a shit. Well, not only does Biden not seem to give a shit, but 
we were calling bullshit. We were saying wag the dog the whole time leading up to Ukraine. But Biden was talking about the fact that Russia was going to invade Ukraine for a long time. Yep. Apparently, he's been getting intelligence reports about this for months, hmm. literally months. Hmm. What did he do to prepare us for what? He, I mean, he had to know oh, that he, this was going to have a yeah, significantly negative impact started, on our oil production. He started January 20. What is it? Uh, January 21st, 22nd. He started January 22nd by rescinding all of Trump's plans, the pipeline, killing Keystone, yeah. removing any federal yeah. wildlife drilling, removing yeah. any fucking possibility of even exploring for new areas to drill for oil. Yep. So he basically pulled the carpet out from all of our oil workers feet and just said, Hey, you know what? Fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. Yeah. So how does this get crazy? Well, it got crazy when he did that. How does it get crazier? Well, let's just listen to this really quick because this is how CNN defines. It's not so bad. Oh, no. It's okay. You're okay with it. Yeah. Kate, but as you mentioned, people we've spoken to over the last couple of weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they are doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely going to creep higher, Kate. We'll see how they feel in the next week or so. Kate? Yeah, and the big question, the big unknown is, do any of these moves change Putin's behavior, change the way he... So remember, folks, you're okay with it. We let this happen. It's okay. But is it though? Hold on a no, second. No, no. It gets even better. Biden is going to offer sanction relief to Venezuela in exchange for oil. Yeah. And you know what they just did today? Venezuela just released two political prisoners. One of them they've been holding on to for the last four years. The only reason they released them is because Biden said, yeah, we'll give you some sanction relief. Yep. How about this one? The oil industry debunks Biden's narrative meant to detect or deflect from hostile policies as gas prices skyrocket. This came out in Blaze News. Very interesting because how the fuck do you do that? Gas prices skyrocket. Biden administration has been blaming oil companies for their lack of domestic production, a narrative that deflects the administration's policies that are hostile towards fossil fuels. But representatives for the oil industry say Biden's administration is not being honest. What does Biden admin say? The admin calls the U.S. to increase domestic oil pr price uh, production. The Biden, Biden administration has repeatedly accused oil companies of not using the 9,000 already approved oil leases. 9,000 oil leases. Oh, we've you got would, a clip for that, too. You would think, well, that's pretty badass. There are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used, Pisaki repeated on Monday. So the su suggestion that we're not allowing companies to drill is inaccurate. The suggestion that we're hindering or preventing gas prices to come down is inaccurate. However, that's not exactly true. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you can't go out and pre-drill and find out what's in those areas where those leases are given. You're basically taking a guess. Yeah, there should be some oil there. That would be like me pointing at the ground next to my house saying, oh, there's oil under there. Drill. No, that's not the way this shit works. They do a bunch of shit to find out if there is any oil in the land. The claim deflects from the administration's policy of the hostile acts towards fossil fuels, even as gas 
prices skyrocket in historic highs. Biden's administration is looking internationally to Venezuela, Saudi Arabia to supply more American oil needs instead of working to empower domestic producers. Why is the, why is the oil industry saying this? Representatives from the oil and gas industry say the Biden administration is being deceptive, citing a lengthy process required to find, acquire, and develop oil once leases are approved. If the oil even exists under the land specifically leased for this approval. Ann Bradbury, CEO for the American Oil or American Exploration and Production Council and the National Trade Organization that represents oil and gas companies prescribed Pisaki's comment as a gigantic red herring or as I like to call it, bullshit. That accusation is a complete red herring, Bradbury told Fox Business. It's really a distraction from the fact that the administration has paused leasing on federal lands, something that we're concerned about and something that we think needs to continue right away. The fact that this industry is producing a higher level on existing leases on what's already been given on federal lands for the last 20 years is, is what it takes to explore and develop and produce on these leases. Mike Summers, president CEO of American Petroleum Institute, told Fox Business, Biden's administration claims of represents a fundamental misunderstanding of how the process works. Hmm. Fundamental misunderstanding. I think we can call his whole administration a fundamental, a fundamental misunderstanding. Min misunderstanding of how any process works. It really does, and it sucks because they they're really they, hey, but they're as, really shitty at it, and that's the that's the funny part. Yep. But go to that's not no the one in between, the one you skipped over. What that one? Mm. No, the one right before that. That one. All right, here we go. So this is what Psaki said, so you can hear it, so you can see yep. that I'm not. The, we bring receipts, yep. and here's our receipts. The additional permits, so would the president... What additional permits do they need? There's no... The, they have... The leases are there. The permits are there. I don't think they need an embroidered invitation to drill. That is... They are oil companies. The additional permits... No, you retard. It's not... That's not the problem. There's no oil there. You can't put the fucking oil there. We can't drill until we're sure there's oil in the ground. Well, how can we do that unless we drill? Yeah. Does anybody understand what a self-licking ice cream cone this is? Because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And they're lying about it. That's the worst part is they think you and I, everybody that listens to us is too dumb to fucking realize that they're trying to bullshit us about this and saying, well, it's the oil company's fault. Notice how... You know, it's always someone else's fault. Exactly. In this administration, I've seen a lot of this. Yeah. Oh, you did that. You bad person. Or even if there's where, a question, oh, go ask the State Department about that. Where with Trump, if somebody said something, it, it's my fault. Yeah. You don't hear that now. No. You're hearing something completely different from this administration. And it's in a way, it's quite scary. But this article, it, it is actually... Um, not very long, but you should go read it if you want. It's in uh, Blaze Media. Oil industry debunks Biden's narrative meant to deflect from hostile policies. Just go look it up. It's actually a really good article. It's well written. Um, but Biden also has a problem with the truth. And we all know this. Yes. Biden's had a problem with the truth since day one. Since the day he took office, right? Because we all know that he was spying on fucking Trump's campaign. Yeah. And he's lied repeatedly about yeah. that. We were not lying. Uh, or we were not spying. No, you're right. You're just lying about it. Biden has, a, in red state news, but Joe Biden has a problem with the facts. We produce less oil, not more under than what was under Trump. Of course. 
well, according to him, we produce less oil. You mean we, we produce produced, more oil? We produced less oil under Trump, and we produce more oil now. That's not physically possible. Not even accurate. Not not even close. He shut down like three quarters of the fields that are that exist. I mean, in the he United laid States. off like uh, thousands of of oil workers. Uh, <laughs> shit. Sorry, my bad. Uh, so, uh, Joe Biden maybe have having one of uh. Hallelujah, historic presidencies. And if it continues to go the way it has for the first 13 months, he's going to make Jimmy Carter look competent by a country mile, as this article put, which is very, very funny. Um, with his coherent energy policies or incoherent energy policies, this is not based on reality, but unicorn dreams. Well, now President P Puddin Brain Biden has decided he no shall no longer import Russian crude a full 12 days after the invasion, right before the leaders of his party would have had to vote on the same uh, on the same thing and embarrassed him. So understand that the only reason he's doing this is because right now he is feeling political pressure from his own party to stop importing oil from Russia. I heard actually he did that because Russia was about to stop sending us oil. So he did it before Russia could cut us off as to not be embarrassed by that. Well, it sounds like his... Because I mean, either, either way, it he was, was going to go get in embarrassed. front of Congress. Either way, yes. like either Russia was going to be like, nope, we're not sending you more oil or Congress was going to be like, nope, we're not buying any more oil. And Biden was going to be cut out of the loop. My colleague Sponchi touched Joe's speech earlier this morning. It was delivered to the post Biden administration bans Russian oil, telling it's hurting, uh, hurting to jump in a lake from the post. Uh, in short, Americans are completely screwed. Telling hurting Americans to jump in a lake. Or tells hurting Americans to jump in a lake. In short, Americans are completely screwed, ruled by a hateful administration that does not care about them. It should be incredibly easy to uh, mobilize America's energy production, even if it takes some months to make up the gap. Instead, because Biden is so beholden to Swedish teenager <laughs> and the greater climate change lobby, he's going to sit idly by while you pay $5 a gallon of gasoline uh, and 50% more for home heating and electricity. While the White House is essentially telling hurting Americans to go jump at a lake, elections have consequences, I suppose. But I think it's even more adherent for Biden opponents don't uh, didn't expect to be this bad. Far from the empathizer in chief, the president continually shown himself to be a shallow, spiteful old man who spits on the middle class in the name of far left ideology. Well, he's he's not entirely unempathetic okay oh no he's completely unempathetic. he he did try to get more oil out of the middle east for us and they told him fuck you uh yeah so uh <laughs> saudi emirati leaders decline calls with biden during ukraine crisis persian gulf monarchies have signal signaled they won't help ease surging oil prices unless washington supports them in yemen and elsewhere the rift between President Biden and Saudi Arabia's crown prince stretches back to the 2020 campaign when Mr. Biden criticized the kingdom over the murder, murder of journalist Jamal uh, Khashoggi. The White House unsuccessfully tried to arrange calls between President Biden and the de facto leaders of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates as the U.S. was working to build international support for Ukraine and contain a surge in oil prices, said Middle East and U.S. officials. So, so. You want to know what else pissed off Saudi Arabia? Uh, well, can I finish reading the story? 
unless they've got something to say about the Abraham Accords in there, then no. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't interrupt you when you were reading your story. Well, I just want to let you know what else has got the okay, Saudis well, really for, pissed off. Wait till I'm done and then you can go ahead and, and put your input in. Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam and the UAE's Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan both declined U.S. requests to speak to Mr. Biden in recent weeks, the officials said, as Saudi and Emirati officials have become more vocal in recent weeks in their criticism of American policy in the Gulf. Uh, there was some expectation of a phone call, but it didn't happen. It was part of turning on the spigot of Saudi oil. Um, so the Saudis have signaled that their relationship with Washington has deteriorated under the Biden administration and they want more support for their intervention in Yemen's civil war, helping with their own civilian nuclear program as Iran's moves ahead and legal immunity for Prince Mohammed in the US, Saudi officials said. Um, so let's see, the Emiratis share Saudi concerned concerns about the restrained U.S. response to recent missile strikes by Iran-backed healthy militants in Yemen against the UAE and Saudi Arabia, officials said. Both governments are also concerned about the revival of the Iran nuclear deal, which doesn't address other security concerns of theirs and has entered the final stages of negotiations in recent weeks. Do you know who's facilitating the negotiations of the Iran nuclear deal? Yeah, Russia and China. Russia and China. Yeah. We've already talked about that. Okay. So who is it that, what are they pissed off about now? The Abraham Accords. Okay. The same ones that tr fucking Trump put in place because Saudi Arabia and uh, everybody else in the Middle East stood to make a lot of money because what it did was open up trade routes between Israel, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, uh, all sorts of other countries. And what it, oh, oh, that's right. Joe Biden, an executive order, just wiped it out Kicked one it. fucking day. Yep. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's about fucking absolutely worthless. And uh, well, that's Joe for you. Well, I mean, that's I, okay. I guess. I mean, but why else are, why else do we see? Somebody said it's central Indiana right there. Oh, Tara did. 425. 425-ish a gallon. Yep. Um, what else is going on there in Indiana? Oh, Tara. What else are you guys having a problem with right now? What's that? Oh, that's right. <laughs> you You got an issue getting fuel right now. Oh, yeah. Why is that? Well, look what Robin said. Anyone notice all the new fuel deliveries to the gas stations that warrant the price increase? No. Uh, not really. I you haven't seen know any fuel trucks in a long time. You want to know why? Hmm. They're all wrapped around the Beltway in D.C. <laughs> that you don't hear about in the mm -hmm. news because Ukraine is just taking over the news. Yep. Hmm. 100%. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. So what else has happened in the last 24 to 48 hours there in old Ukraine? Yeah. Well, the biggest one, and this is the one that I think shows us everything we need to know about how fake what is going on over there is actually going, going on, I guess mm -hmm. that would be the way to say it. Okay. It is going very fake. Whatever. And they just kind of proved it today. So this I took out of the Daily Mail in the UK. Um, yeah, I saw that and overlooked it. I, I kept going because it was such bullshit. It's not. Okay, go ahead. That's the point. Okay. Chernobyl could be 48 hours away from leaking radiation. Hmm. Okay. So um, let me give you a spitball figure as to how much concrete was poured on Chernobyl, on K-Reactor specifically. They estimated it roughly to be about 3.2 million yards worth of concrete was dumped on Chernobyl in the first round. 
Mind you, we've gone back now six times and fixed K-Reactor specifically, dumping more concrete over that same spot because they know to split fissures, all sorts of other things, because you have to understand that core is still down there and she's still hot and she's still producing heat. The only way to tamp down that heat is what they did is in the actual concrete itself, they lead lined it um, and they put lead inside the concrete, dumped the concrete on top of the fucking reactor and it stopped the radiation, radiation from spilling out. Now, the problem with this is what they're saying right now is that the Russians turned off the power to K-Reactor. Hmm. That's impossible to do. It was a natural nuclear reaction. You can't stop it that. It creates its own power Exa continuously. You can't. So they were showing pictures today. For the next like million years. So they were showing pictures today because one of the things that they found from that is that the actual site itself is still drawing power off of K-Reactor alone because K-Reactor is still producing power. Yeah. So what the, everything around the site, there's a great big, one of the first things I saw when I got there, we walked off the fucking little plane that they popped us down there in Pipriac. We walked off this plane and as we walk in, there's this great big electronic board with numbers on it. And it shows you what the current radiation levels are at that sign. And you already have your little pen thing in your pocket that lets you know when you're dangerously close, like you need to get the fuck out of there or you need to put on a lead suit, cover your nuts and make sure that you're not going to fucking die of cancer in the next five minutes. Um, and it was really crazy. All the lights were on. Everything was working. Power was on all over the place. You could walk around, click off light switches, turn on light switches. Why? Because K-Reactor is still producing power. Good luck, Russia, shutting that shit off. If you tunneled underneath all that concrete and shut the power off from K-Reactor, it would still keep going. You're a braver man than me because there's no way that that happened. You would have melted even before you got there. Oh, by the way, ooh, you're all going to die of cancer too. Not throwing that out there, but so making it impossible to cool nuclear fuel. That's what they're claiming at least. Okay. So all of this happened today and I'm sitting there listening to this. Some lady from the IA, IAEA comes on, which is the National Atomic, International Atomic and Energy Agency. And she said, well, it doesn't, and she said this on TV and none of the fucking news reporters, this is why I know it's fake. This was a perfect example. If you go back and watch, it's Harris Faulkner. Outnumbered. Uh, outnumbered. If you go watch, Kaylee McEnany's now on it, yeah. which I was really surprised that she didn't jump on this. And she didn't say a fucking word. So now I'm beginning to wonder if she's not also controlled opposition. I mean, after her interactions with Hannity that we talked about from the Emerald Robinson Substack, Good I, point. yeah, no, I'm already there with Kaylee McEnany. So she didn't even jump on this, but they had this lady and they asked her some questions. And one of the things that they asked her was like, they were like, Hey, um, you said that they shut down power to Chernobyl. And she's like, yes. She's like, so you don't seem all that worried about it. She's like, no. I'm not worried about it. Chernobyl collects its own energy from K-Reactor. Everybody else went on to a different topic. And I was like, wait a minute. But you're <laughs> making this sound like this is going to be a, an emergency for the whole fucking world. Well, because they need the drama. Oh, my God. It's the fear mongering. It never ends. They have to get us scared of something. And if they can, uh, he, I'm, I'm going back to this conspiracy theory. It's the same as the nuclear bomb one. 
if they can claim that Chernobyl blew, then they can blame vaccine injuries on radioactive fallout. But, well, that is Once correct. Again. However, radioactive fallout has been it's already been proven that radioactive fallout causes cancer mm -hmm. and it's a certain type of cancer. It's thyroid cancer to be specific. Mm -hmm. How do I know that? Because one of the guys that was with me at Chernobyl, he ended up getting thyroid cancer and uh, lost part of his neck because they removed it. They actually removed his thyroid and then he ended up dying uh, a bunch of years later. But, but, but that doesn't matter because they would just tell people that this is causing this thing. And if anyone questioned them, then they would be called a white supremacist, conspiracy theorist, yada, yada, yada. You're questioning the narrative. You're, you're guilty of wrong think. Now I know this picture sucks, but I'm going to try it. Okay. Can you see that picture? You see that great big domed building in the background there? Uh-huh. That is K-Reactor. Yep. That, see how big that is compared to everything else around yeah. it? That's how much concrete, concrete they poured has on been top of it. poured on top of K-Reactor. Just to the right of that big dome, like um, you can't really see it on this side of the picture, but over here on this side of the picture, there are boots. There's concrete poured over the top of them. They're stuck to the ground. They melted. There were human bodies in those boots when they melted. That's uh, their tribute to the firefighters, the police officers, the military guys that showed up that night to try and help the people at Pipriac and get them the hell out of there after the fucking meltdown happened. So it gives you kind of an idea of what we're seeing here. But when they said this and then they just kind of breeze through it, this was fucking Fox News. I guarantee you the same thing happened on Newsmax. Mm -hmm. I put the same money on it that happened on OEN, which tells me there is a script and they are following this script to the ends of the earth. Yeah. And it's scary because they're using, they're expecting us to not know anything about this. They're expecting normal Americans not to fucking say shit about this. Not to remember the HBO miniseries that came out just like two years ago. Or, or remember that, Hey, Pipriac was, it was like, uh, it was like actually a booming city in Russia in the 80s. Yep. And then all of a sudden Chernobyl happened and everybody's it's gone. Dead. It's a ghost town. Yeah. Cool. Nobody lives they there. They died. left everything they had there and just left. Yeah. Because it was already gone. Imagine doing that in any one of the cities you live in right now. Imagine just leaving everything the fuck behind, getting up, getting your car and driving away. Hmm. Yep. How many Americans do you think would actually do that? Uh, people that live in Florida and Georgia, people that live in hurricane zones, because we're used to it. I, I I don't know. I there was a there was another poll out that was done. Actually, this was uh, done by uh, uh, Bongino's crew. They did a poll. Uh, sixty eight percent of Republicans, if we were ever invaded by another nuclear power, mm -hmm. sixty eight percent of Republicans say they'd stay and fight if we were invaded. Majority of Democrats said said they would flee. Of course, they'd go to. Anybody else see a problem with that? A, Quinni a Quinnipiac poll. Um, and it went on. Um, among Republicans uh, surveyed, 68% said they would stay and fight compared to 40% of the Democrats. Only 52% of Democrats said they would flee to another country, while only 25% of Republicans said the same. Uh, a majority of the overall respondents, 55%, would say they would stay and fight with 38% saying they would leave the country. The survey t polled was 1,374 U.S. adults nationwide from March 4th to 6th with a margin of error of 2.6%. Of course, the poll percentage is claiming the state they would fight would likely higher than the percent that they actually would, uh, as some percentages are bound to be uh, bound to chicken out if such an invasion, if such an invasion would happen. Um, 
And but it's notable that Republican share of those expressing the de desire to stay in fight is nearly 50 percent larger than the Democratic share. Of course. So uh, because we actually give a shit about our country just goes to show you because they have they have been so indoctrinated, brainwashed to hate their own country. It's it's seriously sad. So, uh, as you all know, in the last couple uh, last 24, 48 hours, mm -hmm. um, can you guys hear us? Because I don't see any comments going on. The last comment we got is Tara626 dropping the central Indiana is 425-ish. If you guys can hear us, give us a 5x5 five five real yeah. quick. I just want to make sure that we're still I broadcasting. I think they'd tell live. us if, we, if they couldn't hear us. Yeah, I think they'd be screaming at us too, but I just got a phone call. and I don't normally get phone calls from no-name numbers. Weird. Yeah, okay. They can hear us. Okay, Sweet. good. Appreciate right, it. Thank fantastic. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So uh, Biden sent two missile battery, uh, Patriot missile batteries to Poland after calling uh, a plan to send all MiG-29s from Poland to Ukraine unworkable. As VP Harris will arrive in Warsaw today and it's a hand-to-hand -hand combat breaks out in Kiev suburbs. Yeah. Okay, so Camel Toe is going to Poland. She's retarded, so she might actually fit Did in. Did she bring her knee pads? I'm just asking for a friend who might be Polish. <laughs> Is he looking to get a blow? <laughs> yeah. Isn't the entire Polish army looking for that right now? Well, they're showing it, up. It, it would not surprise me. Oh God. Um, yeah. But, uh, holy Jesus. They have the longest headlines known to mankind. Uh, I'm so done with it. Can just fuck, fuck it. I want to move on to the fun stuff. What, well, what else we got here? Because I know you got comments about. Or, I got lots of fun stuff tonight. Okay. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. And it's not. Well, let's see what what clips we have. Well, play play that dumb. Well, here you go. That that goes along with, what, with what the we article were you were just about. reading. So read. Play that Thus one. far, we've provided more than one billion dollars in security assistance to Ukraine. Shipments of defensive weapons are arriving in Ukraine every day from the United States. And we, the United States, are the ones coordinating the delivery of our allies and partners of similar uh, weapons from Germany to Finland to the Netherlands. We're, a com we're, we're working that out. We're also providing humanitarian support to the Ukrainian people, both those still in Ukraine and those who have fled safely to a neighboring country. We're working with humanitarian organizations to surge tens of thousands of tons of food, water, and medical supplies into Ukraine. And with more on the way, thus far, we've provided more than one. Okay, yeah, there's the retard. So we're sending all this aid, money, and stuff to Ukraine, okay? Um, For what? <sighs> there's not a war really going on. It's I, la I know. laundering. It's money it's laundering. It's money laundering. Do you know that they just uh, signed the, uh, or, or they're proposing a $740 trillion omnibus spending package yes, for Ukraine that's, and over 54 trillion of it isn't spent on anything with the military mm -hmm. and two and a half billion of it is going to COVID relief. What the, <clears throat> I know, I know If In any fact, Republican signs off on that again, folks, this is why it's so important that you get involved in your local elections, because if any Republican fucking signs off on that, that motherfucker needs to be primary like tomorrow. Okay, so here's the deal. This omnibus spending bill to keep the government funded is 2,741 pages. It's $1.5 trillion. They got it at 1.30 in the morning last night. No, yeah, no, go yeah, back, go yeah, back yep, to yep, her. Yep, 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 yep. I'm going to let her tell us. Yeah. More. So this is what our friend MTG 
has to say about it. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hey everyone, this is Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. I want to tell you how corrupt Congress is. Now, you would not believe what happened last night. As a matter of fact, I'm still shocked about it. And the rest of the Republicans, we're all shocked about it. So you've been hearing probably about the omnibus bill that has been going through the Appropriations Committee. This is a $1.5 trillion omnibus bill that none of us got to see anything in the bill, in the bill text. We had no idea what was in it until this morning when we found out that the Rules Committee would... Hey, real quick, does anybody, does that sound familiar? Yeah. I didn't know what was in the COVID vaccine. Yeah. And we weren't allowed to see it. You got to pass the bill to find out what's in it. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'll let her continue. Yeah, let her continue. Which is a Democrat-controlled committee. And they they put out their, um, basically their alert on their website. They did not email any of us. They put it on their website after midnight. Midnight, as as in early this morning, they put it on their website that the rules committee would be meeting at 1.30 a.m., 1.30 a.m., and that is where they, the rules committee meets to debate the bill. Now, normally, in how Congress should work, but it doesn't work this way since Pelosi has been speaker, is an appropriations bill is something that every member of Congress can go, we can put amendments in, we can debate on the bill, And then once it goes to rules committee, that is where we can go and argue back and and try. Hey, really quick again, too. Isn't it illegal for them to do that? Isn't the rules, uh, and I I might be wrong. Maybe somebody wiser about this stuff can tell me. But isn't it illegal for if the government is going to spend taxpayer money that there has to be a subcommittee formed? They have to fucking see where the money's being spent and explain to the American people how the money's going to be spent. And then last but not least, nothing can be done behind the hours other than writing the bill. Nothing can be done after our, the, cl- the close of business. No, that's not illegal. If it was, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in right now. Well, trillions wait, well, and trillions out, of dollars in debt. Marjorie you, Taylor, act, you act like they actually care about the Constitution. They don't give a fuck about it. But Marjorie Taylor Greene's the one. She's actually got um, she's got a bill going in that is going to require a them to call a vote on every single bill. It should. They, they, they should, should be there already. They're not. Literally, and she's talked about and this they before. Have not, they, they, have go, not, they go in in the middle of the night and there's like two people there and they've got a trillion dollars on the table and they're like, yay, nay, yays have it. Okay, here's a trillion dollars that's going into wherever we want. It, the crazy part about this is seven. this is not a small amount of money. Where no. are we getting $740 trillion from? Uh, Anybody? They're, they're just- Bueller. They're printing it out of thin air. Uh, literally the same way they print everything out of thin air we do our country does not have have 740 trillion dollars i know well let let her finish and then i have another um article on on that because it's ridiculous try to put amendments and try to make changes so they met in the middle of the night in the dark of night the democrat run rules committee met at 1 30 in the morning and by 2:30 a.m 2 30 a.m early this morning they had passed the $1.5 trillion omnibus bill, and they release the bill text. 
So for all of us here in Washington, when we woke up earlier this morning, we found out that it was too late to go in and try to put amendments in, try to argue back, try to get things removed from this horrendous, absolutely horrendous $1.5 trillion spending bill that's supposed to keep the government uh, the lights on. But no, we weren't able to do that because the Democrats snuck it through, literally snuck it through from 1.30 in the morning till 2.30 in the morning. They did not tell us ahead of time. No one had any idea until they put it on their website after midnight. After midnight, they posted it. So none of us knew. How were we supposed to know? This supposed to know. This is not how Congress is supposed to work. It's completely broken. So when you look at our government and you you are shocked and cannot believe that the things that happen here in Washington, D.C., I am telling you, this is how corrupt it is. It is so corrupt. It is shocking. I mean, I've been here since January of 2021, and I have been continuously, my mind has been blown at how bad it is here in Washington and how corrupt and how things just are done the wrong way. But the fact that last night the rules committee met after midnight and they told no one and they snuck in there in the dark of night meeting from 1.30 to 2.30 a.m. to pass the omnibus bill, that just means that they, they wanted to sneak it through and they didn't want anyone to stop them. So now we have no. All right. I, I just, she's wow. going to say, uh, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. So um, this article in Politico came out today. Okay. Mm -hmm. Biden administration could soon run out of money for COVID fight. The limited funding raises the likelihood that the White House will be left shorthanded should a new dangerous variant emerge. They want more money. They want they more do. money. Of course they do. Of course they do. And they, they're telling you to ask your congressperson for more money. Literally. Uh, I tell them to piss off. Yeah. Um, That's where I'm at. I, I'm done with this. I am... Hmm. Our government is so fucked up right now. We have got to get in there and clean house. Purchasing more vaccines and antiviral pills from Pfizer alone is likely to cost around $10 billion overall. Yeah, we talked about that too. Yep. Um, you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God. Yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to exceed all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and isomexin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days, and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni Delta. I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure whether it's fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them 
baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. But, you know, Pfizer, Pfizer filed a, um, a form 25 with the New York Stock, Stock Exchange today. What, for bankruptcy? To go private. Really? Pfizer is leaving the New York Stock Exchange. Apparently, they initially filed it in 2018, but they just, I mean, they they put the, they got the paperwork in 2018 because that's the date at the top, but it was just filed today. Hmm. Pfizer's leaving. Pfizer is divested. Pfizer will no longer be a publicly traded company on the New York Stock Exchange. That means their books will no longer be open. Correct. Interesting. Isn't it though? But if you're, if you're, and they were, they, they will no longer be held to any kind of oversight. That's not true. If you're working with the American government, you will be held to oversight and your books have to open up to the American government. We'll see. Cause they're not open now. I mean, they went to court to ask for a hundred years or 95 years or now, whatever. Yeah, it but is. that's not, I'm talking financially, data. financially, their books have to be open. Yep. Uh, not necessarily their trade secrets, but they're, uh, their books, where they're getting their money from, where their cash revenue is coming from, where their cash streams are coming from, all of that shit has to be open to the public. So uh, that part of it makes me wonder what's going on that we're not seeing Mm -hmm. behind the curtain because they're trying to pull a curtain over our eyes right now. Yep. And makes me wonder, hmm, makes Mm -hmm. me wonder, I got to tell you, um, there is, there's a book out there. It's called Follow the Money. And it's uh, insane in Ukraine is chapter one of it. And I'm not going to tell you who it's written by. You go look it up um, because she's just going to give me a hard time about it. But uh, <laughs> it is the first chapter lays out Soros involvement in Ukraine in two years ago uh, and how Soros funded, um, for instance, the dossier, the steel dossier, the uh, PP hoax and the Ukrainian phone call against President Trump. And uh, I got to tell you folks, uh, there's a lot of evidence in there that will sway your mind about who George Soros really is. And I can tell you right now, my original thought and my thought to this day is that he is the head of the snake. And I, there's, I got a lot more ammo for that. I got more powder for my gun for that one because there's a lot of stuff in there that tells you about, about the Soros connection and how Soros has whittled his little dick beaters into everything to include all of this shit going on right now in Ukraine. Yep. And he's still involved. That He is deadly scared of what's about to come out in Ukraine because as we just found out today, Russia went on the offensive and they said, look at all this paperwork we found from the United States. Yeah. I, I, Klaus Schwab, uh, no, I, I, Klaus Schwab's his little brother. I'm telling you right now, Soros is the big bad guy behind all of this. Klaus Schwab just funds it. That's all he does. See, I disagree. I think there's someone else that we don't see that we don't know about that's behind all of it. Um, I think it's something I think that, that's a pipe dream. I think there's someone that whose name we because don't know. Once you hear what Soros did, uh, during all of that shit to fund, to make shit happen to, uh, especially steel to make steel do what steel did. Oh, I'm not saying that Soros isn't powerful and isn't up there. I'm just saying that there's someone above him. I really think there's someone above him, but anyway, Chip Roy went off on, um, 
this the whole spending bill as well. Let's let's hear what he had to say because it was quite. Well, I appreciate fiery. the speaker. I appreciate the ability to address a few of my colleagues here on the floor of the House. I would note, though, here we are again. We're sitting here at the precipice of a government funding uh, running out, and I hear all my colleagues talking about. Uh, how great it is. We're going to come up with some great big omnibus bill. And I'm hearing that from my colleagues on both sides of the aisle. Nobody in America wants us to plus up more spending irresponsibly. Nobody in America wants us to say, oh, let's pat ourselves on the back now because some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle are saying, well, you know what? It's time now to ban Russian oil. It's not good enough to ban Russian oil if we're not going to open up American oil and gas. All we're going to do is provide more money to Venezuela, more money to Saudi, more money to Iran. But yet, that's being touted as a victory. And some of my colleagues on this side of the aisle are saying, okay, good, oh, this is great. But my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, they don't want any oil. They don't mind your gas being $4, $7, $10 a gallon. Don't get played. But my colleagues on this side of the aisle are about to get played. And everybody back home is saying, what are you going to do to stop vaccine mandates? Nothing. What are you going to do to secure the border? And my colleagues on this side of the aisle are going to say, oh, don't worry. We're going to give you more money for ICE, more money for Border Patrol. But you know what that does? It makes it worse. Because you're funding the processing of people at our border. Because that's all Border Patrol and ICE are doing. But my colleagues on this side of the aisle are going to say, oh, look at us. We did something for you for border security. It ain't true. It's going to make it worse. And anybody who's been to the border, anybody who talks to Border Patrol, anybody who talks to ICE knows that's true. We're not going to get a vaccine mandate. We're not going to get a secure border. And we're not going to get more oil and gas being produced in America. And then we're going to say, great, let's have a vote and send more lethal aid to Ukraine. And we're not even going to have a debate down here about what we're doing and funding Ukraine with Putin rolling over Ukraine. All we're doing is backroom deal-making, waiting for somebody to drop a bill on the floor of the House and then come down and vote yes or no. That is a disgusting display by both sides of this body. We ought to have a full and open debate on the floor of the House about what we're doing in sending arms to Ukraine, how much we're spending, what it means for our involvement, what it means for NATO, what it means for stopping Putin, and stop spending money we don't have. Stop funding tyranny. Stop forcing Americans to get a jab or lose their job. Stop leaving the border wide open and stop selling the American people a bill of goods. And I'm looking directly at my party when I say that. And I yield back. Damn. Well, I appreciate that, the speaker. Guy, I appreciate the uh, ability. Where, where's he from? Uh, Chip Roy. Um, I'd have to look that up. I, I'd love to know because he needs to be reelected and elected again because that's the way a real conservative sounds. Uh, when he's talking to Congress, he was pissed. Texas. Figures. Of course. <laughs> I thought he was Texas, Fucking but I wanted figures. to make sure. All right. So with all that going on in the world right now, there's, you know, we, we always talk about distractions in the narrative. Um, there's a whole bunch of other distractions. So I, I named this, it's getting biblical for a reason. Okay. Tomorrow, well, and this isn't necessarily biblical, but it could be. Tomorrow, a rocket will collide with the moon. Mm, we talked about this. We did. Yeah, we did. When? You, you told me all about it. We were shooting a fucking Oh, rocket. no, that was dark. That was something else. No, no, that was that was something. Bots, my area. 
Great. Hey, yeah. vote for him. Make sure he makes he stays in Congress because we need more people like that. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll throw your name. I apologize. I am slow. <laughs> Texas yeah. and my area. Good. Excellent. Make sure that he gets back into office because yeah. he needs to stay there because I like what he's saying. That is the way a conservative sounds. Somebody who's worried about money and us spending money we don't have. Okay. So, um, um and this was actually last, last Friday. It, uh, a three ton rocket smashed into the moon last Friday. Okay. It was not dart. That was something totally different. That was them that sending up an asteroid, a, a refrigerator right? to shoot at an asteroid. Yeah. Yes. No, this, uh, apparently it hit on the backside of the moon. Oh, and the dark side where we can't see it. So they have hmm, no idea. Isn't that interesting? What was, what, what was going to happen? Um, so I, I have a I have a question for everyone here mm -hmm. um, that believes that if you're a globalist, I get it. That's fine. If you believe in a globe that we live on a spinning ball, that's cool. I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't get angry with people who say that the earth isn't flat. However, I have a question. If we rotate and the moon, the moon supposedly rotates, how do we never see the dark side of the moon? That's a great question. How will they never see this point on the moon? I, I, I don't know. Um, and it's weird though, isn't it? It, it is. So, and then uh, still, still in space, NASA has its eye on another large space rocket rock this week. So asteroid at two zero one five DR two one five is a huge asteroid that is expected to make a close approach in the early hours of this Friday morning. Uh, close approach to what? To the earth. So it's the size, it's larger than the empire state building. It's 1,607 feet wide, this asteroid. If if it were to hit Earth, it would cause some serious damage. But there's no need to panic because it's going to pass us at a distance of 4.1 million miles. How is that a close approach? Uh, well, they say that may sound pretty far away, but in the grand scheme of space, this isn't a large distance at all. Um, and they're guesstimating... Because if an asteroid comes within 4.65 million miles and is over a certain size, it's considered potentially hazardous by cautious space agencies. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it should shoot past from its safe distance at a speed of just under 19,000 miles per hour. So. Um, hold on a second. And then they talk about DART again. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, because my whole brain just shut down because... 4.1 <laughs> million miles. Get the fuck out of here. I know. But this is not Okay, this is liberals grasping at straws. Um, uh, we got we got we got to close down this Ukraine story. We can't have people looking at finding out that our bio labs are real. Okay. They're real. Okay. All right. So, um you should have heard Hannah, uh, you should have heard Bongino today. It was fucking hysterical. <laughs> What is going on in Ukraine with these bio labs? Motherfucker, we've been talking about this for days. Where the fuck? <laughs> well, I was taking my time. Well, you dumbass. I took my time and I got there. my sources and my sources are obviously better than yours, you stupid son of a bitch. And I've called them out. Now you're going to call them out. I'm the only one. No, you're not. Okay. Right side broadcasting. I am telling you right now, we have been way more accurate than any other news agency out there. So Fuck you, okay. Fox News. All right, all right, Fuck all right, you, all right. We're, we're past Ukraine. We're past bioweapons labs. We're on to 2022 bingo. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. Uh, are we going back to sodomy geese? <laughs> you remember 2020 bingo? Yes. And 2021 bingo? Sodomy geese and murder hornets? Yes. Okay. Now we have giant spiders 
parachuting out of the sky. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and they're already here. <laughs> That's not working. What the fuck? This is from Axios. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. This is from Axios. Giant spiders expected to drop from the sky across the East Coast this spring. They're Japanese Juro spiders, and apparently they're already here in Georgia. <laughs> Large Juro spiders, millions of them, are expected to begin ballooning up and down the East Coast as early as May. Researchers have determined that the spiders can, can tolerate cold weather, but are harmless to humans as their fangs are too small to break human skin. The Joe spider is native to Japan, but began infiltrating the U.S. in 2013, concentrating in the Southeast and specifically Georgia, according to NPR. They fanned out across the state using their webs as tiny, terrifying parachutes to travel with the wind. But wait, there's more. <laughs> it looks like the Juro could probably survive throughout most of the eastern seaboard here, which is pretty sobering. They are bright yellow, black, blue, and red and can grow up to three inches. They're this freaking long. <laughs> they likely traveled across the globe on shipping containers similar to the bubonic plague. They actually... <laughs> By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? Their life cycle begins in early spring, but they get big in June and are often seen in July and August. So <laughs> we have giant Japanese spiders parachuting out of the sky. Who <laughs> had giant Japanese spiders for March or April? <laughs> you can't make this shit up. I have nothing, folks. <laughs> but wait, it gets better. It's bigger than my dick, all right? A three-inch <laughs> spider, it's bigger than my dick. I'm just saying, throwing that out there. All right, so Love for All is laughing her ass off. Robin said, space, the final fraud. Completely agree. Uh, sweet Jesus. A three-inch spider, still bigger than my dick. Okay. okay. But wait. They found out why this is all happening. What okay, uh, nuclear? Let me guess. It has something. To, next thing you know, you're going to tell me that Godzilla is going to rise up from the ocean and fucking kill these three maybe, spiders. Maybe. Who else has got fucking Godzilla for June? <laughs> I do. Ancient Japanese killing stone said to contain evil demon has cracked open. God has a sick, twisted <laughs> sense of humor. I am not even kidding. That is the title of the article. Who's this from? The New York Post. Of course. <laughs> Time to watch Charlotte's Web, Robin said. I couldn't agree more. Um, as if the world didn't have enough problems, people are now worried that an evil demon locked in a rock for almost a thousand years is on the loose. Hey, so this sounds like uh, Suicide Squad stuff here. The so-called killing stone that kept the malevolent spirit imprisoned all this time has split in two, sending believers into a state of panic. Japanese legend has it that anyone who comes into contact with the rock will die. According to mythology, the volcanic rock, officially called Shisho Seki, is home to uh, Tomomo no Mai, aka the nine-tailed fox. The nine-tailed fox. Okay. Located in the mountainous north region of Tochingi near Tokyo, the rock Fucking is something terror. of a tourist hotspot. But now visitors are fearful. 
I mean, it doesn't sound impossible, Tara said. It doesn't sound impossible. Love for All said, maybe it's true. Some speculate that the evil spirit may have been resurrected to wreak havoc once more. Hello, here we are. We've got giant spiders parachuting out of the, the sky. We're still waiting on sodomy geese. And now we have an ancient evil Japanese demon on the loose wreaking havoc. That's what was up world. with Pelosi during the State of the Union. Do you see that meme, Tara? The one <laughs> where she's sitting there behind the tree and she's like... Maybe the ancient Japanese demon caused this loud, mysterious boom that was heard and felt. <laughs> this loud, mysterious boom heard and felt by many in Texas. It was no ordinary boom. Nine Tail Fox is an old ancient story. Uh, love for all. Mm -hmm. uh, expound. Yeah, tell us please. more. Apparently, it's an I, ancient I don't demon know about it. that's that's been encapsulated in this rock. I've heard the story before. Revelation. That, that's why I called this episode. It's getting biblical. Okay. Robin Marie. We're there. All right. We're so there. Um, a loud boom echoed across Texas's largest city, rattling homes and startling residents. But where it came from remains a mystery. People in the Houston area flocked to social media looking for answers as to what caused the blast. According to the social media posts, the boom occurred shortly before midnight around 1140 p.m. on Monday, March 7th. Something just exploded in Houston. What the fuck? One Twitter user wrote. Some suggested it may have been a transformer that exploded, but the bang was heard too far and wide for that to be the cause. Others thought the strange sound was a sonic boom, but the Air National Guard spokesman said that no aircraft from the nearby base uh, capable of supersonic flight were in the air. So this like large random boom went off in the middle of Texas. The National Weather Service can't explain it either. They said it could have been a meteorite, but hold nothing on, showed hold, hold up on, on radar satellite hey, uh, at the time. Ditto bots. Um, you, you hear anything about this? Yeah, I was in Houston. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the, the, the cause is up for debate, but everyone agrees that it was no ordinary boom. So shit's just booming. Hey, uh, I get that, uh, love for all, but do me a favor. Tell me a little bit more about this suicide stone or whatever, the assassin stone or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, because I'm interested. The in nine-tailed fox. I want to find out some more about this because this sounds like it could be a some biblical, biblical story shit. that was just transcribed differently for the Japanese. Um, well, wait a minute. Dittobots just answered us. No. Okay. Okay. So he didn't hear it. Um yeah. Okay. It shit's getting biblical. Uh, what does this idiot want? Um, she wants to tell us how. What specifically can you point to that has worked to break down inflation? Well, uh, there are a number of steps we've taken. If you've seen, if you compare month to month, we've seen inflationary pressure or inflationary numbers go down month to month. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right, I, I'm done. That. Just <laughs> We've seen inflationary numbers go down month to month. No, all we've seen. I don't know about you all. All I've watched is the fucking price of gas, price go, through of gas go through the roof. I, I've watched the price of metal go through the roof. I've watched the price of wood food fucking wood go through the fucking roof. Okay. Last night for dinner, we made rack of lamb. Um, and I pulled it out of the package. Hold on. Stop. These Magical multi-tailed foxes can shapeshift into people, possesses humans like demons, or charm people to do their bidding. Lizard people. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a big one. They're there, lizard people. Wow. Maybe you should have led with that story. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. They're totally lizard people. Holy okay. shit. Uh, <clears throat> hold on. Wait. She said something before that. She said, well, I'm not sure about the stone, but the 
Japan, it's called the Kitsune. A Kitsune. Okay. Kitsune. Excellent. All right. So anyway, so uh, we had rack of lamb. How much rice wine do I have to drink before I see one of these fucking things? I love lamb. So uh, when I, I I threw away the package that it came in yesterday and I took a notice of the price on there. Uh, it was $27 for two French racks, racks of lamb, legs of lamb, right? Racks of lamb. So I went to Sam's Club today. It's the dovetail cut. So. Whatever. And I looked at the exact same package of, of lamb and it was $50. Yep. Yeah, it's literally doubled in price. I spent a grand at Sam's hey, Club today. Li Sorry, lamb was actually cheaper yeah. than steak. Lamb was cheaper than steak, like two, like three weeks ago, but like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah, I, I, I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah, lamb was cheaper than steak. I don't know how many people actually remembered the '80s. Lamb was like, uh, I swear to God, lamb felt like it was like twenty dollars a pound. Now we were getting, we were buying lamb cheaper than we were buying steak because yeah. steak was worth more than lamb. I was like, well, fuck, if they're not going to eat it, I'll, I'll eat, eat it. the lamb. I fucking love lamb. Lamb's fucking really good. Yeah, but um, all right. So uh, we talked yesterday a bit about Bill Barr. Oh my god, this fucks. I don't know if you want to talk about him again today, but no, I'm just going to let him tell. I pulled, tell his own I pulled the clip that we referred to yesterday. Um, and he's such a fucking douchebag. And uh, it's another one that is just a sellout. He, he not making enough money on his own. So now he's trying oh, to he's fucking piggyback. He's trying to piggyback like uh Trump's cousin, whatever the one that was talking shit about him. Yeah. She made absolutely no money. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know that, by the way, um, uh, she's book, a, flopped. Yeah. Completely flopped to the point. She's about to declare bankruptcy because she has to pay back all these people that printed hundreds of copies of her book. Nobody bought the fucking book mm -hmm. to include liberals. They just talked about it. Yeah. How crazy is that? Bill Barr, I hope the same thing happens to you. you You're such today. a shitbag. What do you think was the most alarming or unsettling moment for you in the administration? It was certainly unsettling when I went in to talk to the president about the election. And, uh, uh, you know, he was livid and shaking and, you know, showed a lot of uh, temper uh, and yelling. Um that was a little unsettling. But the other thing that was actually unsettling is later when I went in to actually give him my letter of resignation, uh, he started talking about how he had actually won the election and how the machines were rigged and that he was actually going to be there for another term. And he was very confident of that. And I, I just felt this showed a detachment from reality that was stunning to me. He was willing to accept anything, no matter how fanciful, as long as it didn't make him a loser in the election. So what do you say to Trump supporters who are angry about the last election? And frankly, they're angry at you for saying what you're saying in this book. What do you say to them? I think the truth is important and the truth is he lost the election. I understand that a lot of these very sensational stories come out on, on the line and in social media, but they're simply not accurate. So real quick, folks, again, just remember, um, as of yesterday, as drip, I, drip flood. as I, uh, as I found out, um, as we uncovered the, uh, statute of limitations has run out on everything with the Sussman thing, everything Durham's doing. So none of that's going to matter anymore. Um, understand what he's doing right now is he's just trying to make a buck and he thinks, well, I was his, you know, AG at the time, and I tucked tail and run when I found out that he was losing the election. And now he's just trying to capitalize on it, trying to make Trump sound like he's crazy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not giving Trump anything 
anything in the way of what I just talked about concerning these bioweapons labs that were in U Ukraine. Um, I still hold him accountable. He was president for four fucking years. The buck stops at his desk. How did he not know about those bioweapons labs in Ukraine? However, when it comes to the election and all the other shit, he was right. He has been right. Yep. And it just continues. And trust me, I don't think that what he did for the four years that he was president, I, I, I don't hold anything against him. I think he did a great job. Yep. However, there are some things I think he could have done better. He kept a lot of people around him for no fucking reason. Yeah, deep swamp creatures. Um, he should have cleaned house when he showed up. He yeah. shouldn't have kept people that if somebody's normally when somebody goes, hey, are you going to hire this guy? Hey, you going to hire this guy? Hey, are you going to hire this guy? No. Normally you say no. no. There is a reason why they're trying to get that guy in there. Yep. And Trump did not do that. He didn't. He broke his own rules. That he showed so adequately on The Apprentice. Look, I don't hire anybody I like. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? Okay, good. But get rid of all these other dipshits that are claiming, well, I've been Washington Insider for fucking 10 years. Nobody fucking gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, that's exactly why he should not have had them around him. Exactly. Yeah. Fauci, Barr. I mean, we can keep going down yeah. the list. The list is long and unfruitful. Meadows. The point is, every single one of these people has turned out to be a fucking wolf, a snake in the grass. Yeah. The people he is backing right now, Purdue, for instance, we heard a story the other morning. I heard about, a story this morning uh, about Purdue, about how the veterans are coming after Purdue because he didn't say anything about Trump, who went off on this tangent about how Vladimir Putin is such a genius. And it was completely taken out of context. And then every single fucking person that they had on there was a registered Democratic voter, which will not be voting in the primary in May. Hmm. Anybody else see a problem with that? Who gives a fuck about the Democrats? They're not voting in the primary in May here in Georgia. Republicans are voting here in the primary in May in, for Georgia. And guess what? Republicans in Georgia, if you're not voting for Candace Taylor, we're fucking ourselves and we're putting just another rhino in office yeah. who's going to do nothing for us in the state of Georgia. Because Kemp and Purdue are both rhinos. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. But go to the next clip because there was a, a response, I believe, to uh, to Billy Barr here. Oh, fatty. Fetty boy, fetty boy. Yep. Oh, it came from OAN too. Yep. Uh, well, I don't like it, OAN anymore either. I know. We'll listen to this twat. And spokesperson for Save America and President Trump, Liz oh, Harrington. Oh, no, actually, Liz, I like her. You President like Liz Harrington? Trump yeah. wrote a letter to Lester Holt. Bill Barr is a sellout. As he said, he was broken just like a trainer breaks a horse. That's what the left did to Bill Barr. Well, that's true. And you can hear it in his voice in that interview with Lester Holt. I mean, who had more conviction, the interview that we just saw of a sellout trying to sell books or the one who was screaming passionately about what we all knew to Wolf Blitzer, that mail-in ballots are a joke. And in fact, the evidence was there in November 2020, and it's still coming out to this day. I mean, you just had a press conference today out of Georgia where you have hundreds of thousands of ballot images that are missing. That means the election should have never been certified because there's not an actual evidence that that vote was cast and cast properly. They didn't sign it off. I mean, you have this was an election in Georgia decided by less than 12,000 votes. You have 17,000 mail-in ballots right there in this press conference that was just uh, shown today from voter GA that 
should have never been counted in the first place. You have ballots that have duplicate timestamps, means meaning that they were all count at the exact same time. This is a fraud, and we knew it then. Bill Barr knew it before the election happened, and what happened? He didn't have the courage to do the right thing. His Justice Department didn't investigate this. They investigated the same amount they investigated Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. That's what they did. They sat on it, and they covered it up, and it's shameful, and now he's trying to sell books that no one's going to buy, because if you want to sell books, you know what you should do? You should tell the truth. And that, that's a sad thing. Bill Barr can do these interviews that no one will watch for a book that no one will buy because he would have the support of the American people. People would want to read what he has to say if he would have done the right thing and never certified this fraudulent election. Great. So this is my, this is everything I just said, she just said. Yep. Almost as if I saw that, and I didn't because I don't watch OAN. I know. And we don't get OAN. Nope. But I don't watch OAN for the same reason I don't watch Newsmax. And the only reason I watch Fox News is because I love to watch how they cover up all the other bullshit that's going on right now to include the truckers rally that nobody is fucking covering. That's true. I, I wish I was there. Yeah. I wish I was there. I wish we were covering it, actually, because no one else is actually covering this. Well, um, speaking of distractions, of how they're covering things Wait up. Wait a minute. We just had a sodomy geese you, and fucking parachuting spiders. What the fuck? In a stone that apparently has some fucking ancient two Japanese million demon. fucking old ancient Japanese demon that's going to kill everybody. What else could you possibly have to fucking say, well, uh, hold on a second. This is a challenge, so hold my beer. An ex-FBI special agent warns that UFO sightings will increase as part of a fake alien invasion program. <laughs> <laughs> you, Work. You asked. Hold my fear. <laughs> A retired FBI agent says UFI, UFO sightings like the infamous Navy TikTok events will increase. He claims it will happen as part of a fake alien invasion scenario to frighten the world. With all the current and Person former. High-ranking officials, special agents, and pilots now coming forward with what they know about UFOs and aliens, the United States government is at some point going to be forced to reveal everything it knows. Thanks to the internet, the willingness and ability of these previously silent individuals to speak out will only continue to increase. The latest UFO revelations come from former FBI agent John D'Souza, who warns the, F the UFO sightings like the Navy TikTok UFOs that got so much attention in 2021 will continue and probably go up in number. Project Bluebeam, as love for all just asked. Uh-huh. D'Souza, who served for 25 years with the FBI on counterterrorism and paranormal cases, the FBI has a paranormal case division? They sure do. Okay. Spoke with exopolitics.org about what he expects to see happen. Uh, you know where they sit? Where? Roswell? In the, in the, in the no, in the Puzzle Palace, where their division is. <laughs> yeah. It's in the basement below the intelligence guys. Is is Mulder still there? I think so. Okay. And Scully, I think. <laughs> I think both of them are there. Okay. One of the things that I see happening throughout 2022 is is going to be they're going to make these TikToks, and these TikToks come in many different shapes and sizes, like they are sometimes cylinders. Look, at this. look, 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 look. Robin Marie reading our mind. She dropped this a minute ago. <laughs> Tic UFO is a joke. Yes. Uh, these TikToks come in many different shapes and sizes, like they are sometimes cylinders, they are sometimes motherships, and they are all in different shapes and sizes, said D'Souza. He can 
continued, what we're going to be seeing is we're going to be seeing these Tic Tacs, also called UAPs. That's the new terminology as well. We're going to be seeing them actually... Ah, I have no idea. Oh, engaging civilian ships and vessels in a hostile and aggressive manner. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't think they want to because they saw who our leader was and they were like, fuck this shit. We're not staying here. Fuck these guys. We're out. Well, he Peace. said uh, they may not be killing people yet, but they will be doing things to disable ships, disable vessels. Actually, have real physical confrontation, he added, because at this point they need to ratchet up the fear more than what it's been. It can't just be this. Oh, the Tic Tacs appeared and they zipped around and they disappeared. They're going to need to kick that up a level interesting theories so, to be sure uh, what we got to do is start watching to see if this actually produces uh, because that would add to the fact that well we already know the fbi is fake and gay but we're well, just adding to that bit that the fbi is fake and gay for what it's worth exopolitics.org also reported last week that a quote ancient space arc buried near kursen in ukraine had been activated which is the real reason why russia invaded the country so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. They also stop, 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 space stop, stop, stop. So what you're about to tell me right now is that Stargate has been activated yes. and we can walk back in time and it's no Project Bluebeam shit there. Love for all. We're going to do some fucking what, is it, what was his name? Uh, Russell, Kurt Russell. You mean to tell me I'm going to be able to jump back and there's going to be some big giant fucking Egyptian aliens I told hanging you it was out around be me, biblical. shoving fucking laser beams I, up my asshole. You know, the reason for Project Bluebeam? Yes. It's to cover up the return of Jesus. Correct. Yes. We're well, there. Well, it's one of them. I mean, it was actually, <laughs> Woot, sign me up. <laughs> okay. So, but as you were speaking about the FBI um, being fake and gay, because they are, the FBI is going on trial on the Whitmer case. Mm. In the case surrounding the alleged plot to kidnap Michigan government, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, the FBI will be on trial just as much, if not more, than the four men who stand accused. How is that possible? Jury selection begins in a Grand Rapids courtroom Tuesday morning in the federal trial of four men accused of conspiring to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer in 2020. The long-awaited trial centers on the question of whether a loose band of misfits angry at pandemic lock lockdowns hatched a sinister plot to abduct Whitmer from her vacation cottage and possibly kill her. Wait, wait a minute. Do you have that? That clip that we showed. Oh, don't tell me you don't have now. Or if the foil caper was yet another successful attempt by the Federal Bureau of Investigation to interfere interfere in an election and sabotage Donald Trump's quickly uh, losing the trust of the American people. Real quick, if you all remember a while ago, we played this video uh, that Dylan. She, I guess, she got it on Twitter or something, or maybe it was sent hmm. to you over the fucking uh, Telegram spaces. Okay. Anyway, uh, and it was a. They were sitting there talking about you know, kidnapping Gretchen Whitner. Well, then they thought the camera was off and they all got up and they all took their masks and shit off. Yes. And they were all FBI agents. And yep. they were like, so what, uh, what do you think? You think that'll pass? And everybody's sitting there going, oh yeah, yeah. that'll pass. American people are stupid. They never going to figure this shit out. Um, so the defense has built a strong case of FBI entrapment. An August 2021 20, motion filed by one defense attorney detailed how the government's agents actively planned and coordinated its efforts to induce the defendants to engage in incriminating behavior and statements, even going so far as to designating the objective and structural components of the conspiracy alleged in the incident. So the judge is allowing this basically because he doesn't have a choice. So the defense is that's why that's how the FBI is is basically getting 
hauled up on trial um, because the judge is allowing the defense to claim that the FBI set them up, that this was all entrapment. Drip, drip, flood. Drip, drip, flood. Yeah. So, all right, hold on. Let me let me go back up. So, all right. Uh, Robin Marie said, "Whoop, sign me up." Yep. It's a space odyssey. It is a space odyssey. Love yep. for all. And then uh, I saw the video. They are all fake. They gay. Are, yeah, they are all. However, gay. we have an interesting video here that we have to play from. Uh, probably right now the hottest governor out there. Uh, I'd have to argue. Um, I, I think he is definitely up there. But one of the things that I just read, I or we're going to get to this in just a second, but I'll get to the comments in a minute. But let me play this so we can see what I'm talking about real quick. And then I'll read you the comments and who these people are, because I think it's more interesting that way. What we've seen over the last two years is a gap between uh, the overarching narrative a gap between the Faucian pronouncements of what needed to be done um, and then the actual data that supported or did not support uh, those policies. Something that has been missing and been hard to find over the past two years, which is open discussion and transparency about some of the policies that we've seen over the last two years. Five percent at most, it seems, from a lot of the published data. Um, of COVID was actually spread in schools. Some studies as low as 1%. Some of this used pretty elegant uh, contact tracing. You know, it was, took me about a year into the pandemic before it became really clear that it wasn't obvious at all that any policy was strongly effective at reducing COVID infections or, or death. We've really had an inversion of the precautionary principle. And I think that's a great theme because it relates to school closures, lockdowns, masks. But the proper place of science in society needs to be restored so that scientists can advise but not dictate policy. And, then I, and I believe that lockdowns themselves, once, once we have fully evaluated them, will, will be seen as an enormous mistake. There is no justification for mandating vaccines for children, full stop. We're of the strong opinion that if there is risk, there must be choice. This is fundamental medical bioethics 101. Uh, we don't know what the risk-benefit ratio is. So I think under those circumstances, uh, it's uh, unethical to mandate uh, uh, vaccinations for children. It is very difficult when you are talking to a patient and right between you, there's a mandate. Two years, you know, now we can say the benefit of hindsight that the measures, in fact, didn't do very much to slow down the spread. Lockdowns are plausible, uh, but they're not scientific. And, and the scientific evidence, as we've seen, is how harmful they've been. I just, again, hope. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop this right here, folks, just because they're all saying the same shit. I get it. It's bad. Um, anyway. The bigger part of this, and uh, you're not going to be able to see it if I do that. I'll read it to you. So, <laughs> the funnier part is all the quote or the text or the, the comments comments underneath it. So, Stephanie Iris Weiss, um, she's at ecosexuality. So that should 100 oh, percent tell that tells you right there. No experts agree on this. Only the dumbass hack doctor you hired to lie to the people of Florida so that you can outdo its current rank of most deaths from covid than any other state you're a failure resign uh chris bale 
who goes by Chubb Bell, 39, wore my mask today in Florida to go pick up coffee, wore my mask today in Florida in the hallways at work, bite me. Uh, Magnolia. Good for you. At AC Magnolia. Reminder that Florida has one of the highest COVID death rates in the nation since the vaccine became available. That is completely a fucking lie. Actually, no, that's that's true, but they're mostly vaccine deaths. Uh, Chris B, who's got a little Ukrainian flag next to his fucking screen name. Of course. Chris B-E-S-Q. Um, so obviously he's a lawyer somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, sir, I'd like to file a complaint about the unauthorized COVID theater. The other day I saw grown men put some kids on live TV, then loudly berate them for wearing masks. He did not loudly berate them. No, he just said, you don't have to wear those, you know. Uh, I mean, you can if you want to, but you don't have to take them off. And palm tree, palm tree at NN North, the Florida legislature and Ron DeSantis could reduce the price of gas by 27.3 cents a gallon right now by suspending state gas taxes. I don't know what that has to Biden do with. Biden could also. Um, I, I don't know what that has to do with Bi COVID. Biden could and, reduce but, the price of gas by just as much by suspending federal gas taxes. No hyphen corp man at Jay Cortman, uh, Florida's favorite comedy team of DeSantis and Lapdog, brings the bizarre style of comedy to the vigils for one early bird social or special. So grab your golf cart and MAGA cap and you can start the schlitz you've been saving and join the fun idiot. Isabella at 24 sunshine, 24, Thanks, Governor DeSantis and all the doctors and surgeons and medical professionals, research scientists, and all who had the courage to speak up and stand for the truth. Critical thinkers, finally, we that's the first, first good positive com yes. comment that I got to. How many did I read? Four or five? Yeah. yeah. Well, at least. Here we go. Robin says, I'm in Florida and COVID is over. Hold on. Let me let me put it up here. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Love for All agrees. COVID is been over in florida for some time and she says i'm telling you some people are addicted to this covid theater theater it's like they need their fix that's absolutely they true. have to have a mask on their face yeah they they're have so used to it you see how bad they're the mask was scared to without begin it with? They, they're they're afraid that we're gonna see it's like they're they committed a crime we're, they're afraid we're gonna they see their faces. The bank and now we're looking for them yeah Where, where's that fucking bank robber oh shit there they are you're not wearing a mask. But the sad thing is that there are kids who are scared to be without a mask because they have been so brainwashed. They're scared of seeing people without masks on their face. This one really is really good. Just day day. Just day day. I guess is how you pronounce it. Uh -huh. And it's at just day day. Uh -huh. uh, 2021, Florida has triple, near triple the mortality of California. Uh, precautions in place, schools open, or New York precautions in place or schools open. Um, hmm, all probably with facts, vaccine deaths, just saying. And somebody else fully vaccinated for kids mama at maggot underscore not uh, replying to governor and just gay because apparently down there in Florida, y'all love this. They love the word gay. Yeah, apparently this. Yeah. No gay bill. That don't, don't say don't, don't say, say gay, gay bill. bill yeah. which doesn't actually have the word gay anywhere in it. Do you actually have that fucking clip where the guy went to DeSantis and he had the? Uh, uh, you know, I saw it, and DeSantis was, and he posted it on his Telegram like he was a fucking hero. Yeah, and DeSantis absolutely destroyed him. 
And it was hysterical. Uh, Love for All said, yes. Uh, hold on. Yes, I've seen it at school board meetings in my county. It's sad to see the kids being so afraid. Hmm. Because mom and dad are a bunch of fucking pussies. Uh, that's what that is. I've seen the states with more COVID theater than Florida. Your obsession with telling everyone what they can and can't do is crazy. While the rest of the country, minus a couple of states, is living life normally without mandates. Stop it. Great. I Again, this is what it takes to get to just a positive comment on his page. I'm amazed with all these fucking trolls that they can do anything. Here. I'm just saying. Here's the DeSantis clip. I'm sending it to you right now. All right, I'm going to accept it as soon as it opens it. There it is. Boom. All right. So this is really this is really funny, folks. If you didn't see this, if you haven't heard about this, I'm going to play this one yeah. for you because this guy's a fucking tool because he posted it to his his uh, Twitter space and he's like, oh, look at me. I stood up against the governor. And DeSantis, and DeSantis like, is just absolutely shut torn apart. Him down. He's like, shut the fuck Without saying he shut the fuck up, he, told him to shut he the fuck wanted up. to tell him, shut the fuck up. Seriously. You're, did you even read the bill? <laughs> Just let him say it. It's hysterical. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for, for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, and um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse <laughs> you of those narratives. I love that. Uh, so there you go, folks. And right the there. Strawberry Festival loved it, too. <laughs> and, and, and this little Your fucking- fake news. This twerp went and posted it to his Twitter and said, look at me, I stood up against Governor Ron DeSantis <laughs> and I held my ground. No, you didn't. You got fucking destroyed, you yeah. fucking measly little fucking twerp. Shut up, you little so, faggot. Love for all says, talking about the don't say gay bill. Hold on. That's why Bring I said up. the libs don't read when you ask them where it states what they claim. They call you a bigot and all the names in the book. That's Absolutely, it. because they can't actually debate with facts. So then they go for they personal attacks yeah, because they it. have none. And isn't it funny? That's the same thing that we saw in Justin's interaction with Clay Clark. It is. Isn't that weird? He still wants to come on the show, apparently. No. On here. No. I keep getting requests from his booking people. No. Not not the booking people that that like that we know, but some other random person who's like, please have Clay on your show. Um, no. no. He's, he's been on before. Yeah, he has, but no. I'm I'm good on that. So. Yeah. Nope. So what am I showing here? Uh, uh, oh, this part. Yeah. Oh, this is. Well, we are, we already saw that one though. Yeah, we did. That was that was the same one. That was the first okay. one. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What are we showing here? No, I don't know why that came up twice. That's the same one too. All right. So. <sighs> okay. So I I actually you know you can skip this one because we're getting close to the end. Just play the last one. Um. We'll, okay. So we're gonna end out with some good news. Tonight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or well, actually, play this one before you play the last one right. because this one's good too. We're back to Marjorie Taylor Greene right here. Um. So uh, and and this caught my attention, of course, and it's on Alex Jones. I love Alex Jones, by the way. Um. And he's been proven right about everything except the gay frogs because the frogs in our on our pond are most are not definitely gay. not gay. Have you heard from Justin? No, I have not. No. I've reached out twice now. I haven't gotten a text back. I haven't gotten a phone call back. Um 
you know, he does this sometimes. I, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to say this. All right. Uh, with Justin, I know he can be a bit of a flake when it comes to his show, but I, I it, there's a reason right now. I guarantee there's a reason what the reason is. We don't know. He could be being advised by lawyers right now, not to, um, mm -hmm. is he in the uh, gulag? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure he's, if he hasn't called me yet, I'm pretty sure he's okay, but, uh, I am a little worried and, um, so love for all is asking where can she look into clay karkum what's so bad about him so um justin actually did a an episode he brought clay on his show and he he basically stopped clay well, from running uh, hold his on, neck hold on and hold then... on no so it started out with he was going to go to phoenix and do press at one of his events yep he got a phone call from this little twerp jt that we we know too yep and jt called him at seven o'clock on a monday morning in vegas and said hey um you can't you can't do press for us anymore at our events a eh? and then on top of that um if you do show up to phoenix you cannot say let's go brandon no he said none of the speakers could say let's go oh, brandon yeah, on the stage yeah or they even would incur a hundred thousand dollar fine even though justin was not speaking in phoenix he was literally just going there to do press um he was told that and he was just like and then he asked him at the end of that he goes do you still want clay to come on your show and justin immediately was immediately was like yep absolutely so you can go look this up. It's on his show. Um, we actually were the first ones, I think, to talk to him after this happened. Yeah. Uh, I immediately reached out to him. I was like, dude, I got I got to get you on my show because you've got to talk about this because we've gotten into the same. We've had the same suspicions kabuki. and issues. Well, and we, we had suspicions. We yeah. never confirmed him, but Justin put him in his fucking place. Yeah, he did. And Justin called him out and asked him about it right off the bat. He asked him about some questions about people that he had on his wall that didn't make any sense. Why his book covers look like devil type fucking things and Satan shit. And then um, he actually he had a throwaway question for Clay because he was trying to find some common ground. He actually asked him, he goes, so you're a patriot. Are you a patriot? And, and Clay looked at him and, and uh, he said, said to him, goes, well, I don't identify. I don't, I don't like to identify, but he had previously identified himself as a libertarian and an entrepreneur and all this other stuff. So, but and he then, doesn't identify as a patriot. Justin just continued. And then, you know, Justin sitting there at that, at, I, I forget which point it finally went completely unprofessional, but Justin pulls out a bowl, packs a bowl right in front of him, starts puffing <laughs> fucking weed and right in front of him. And then Clay just starts talking and about then he it. Just just started, a pothead and the a pothead. He's and, like, oh, yeah. you're all blazed out and all this other shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? I have never seen this side of Clay Clark before. But Justin literally stopped him in the middle of his spiel. He's like, look, I appreciate fucking entrepreneurism. He's like, I love capitalism. He's like, I'd like to see a guy make a buck, but this isn't what you're here about today. And then he just can i mean he just went in it wasn't he was not meant to be a shock jock but he's just like this is bullshit you are full of shit you are restricting people's first amendment rights at your events and you're labeling them fucking wake up america again tours or whatever, or whatever reawaken america reawaken america tours how can you fucking do that and then he said well it was the church they said it was a contract we're pretty sure that contract's full of shit Right now, we talked to a lot of the speakers that were at that same event, and they've all told me that they didn't sign dick. Yep. And that is real bad for Clay. Yep. Uh, does not look good in my eyes. Um, trust me, I get what Clay's trying to do. However, I... Um, no, we think he's controlled opposition. I, I'm pretty sure there's yep. something else going on there right now, and uh, why not? How how better than to get a bunch of patriots in a room, have a sit in the corner and color smartly, and then, oh, by the way, 
you can't leave here oh, and because no you speech. can't. Yeah. Oh, that was the other part. No like, political Dr. Speech. Sherwood was going to be there. Dr. Yep. Sherwood's a good friend of ours. He's running for governor of Oklahoma. And he was, told no he was not speech. allowed to say anything about his campaign yep. for the run for governor of Oklahoma, nor was uh, Dr. Cordy Williams, nor was any of the normal speakers that yep. we've had on here several times that we met at Clay Clark events. Trust me, I was a Clay Clark supporter. But there's something fucking weird going on mm -hmm. with that. And Justin just like sealed the coffin for me. I then proceeded to look deeper into it. And I've had some other people working in the background for me. And uh, we might have some more information coming in on that concerning the supposed contract from the uh, church that he claims he had to sign or he would not be able to use the venue. Yeah, but we'll take it in and drink some water on that one. We'll get back to you. So, so Alex Jones, what do you have to say? Alex Jones and Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's serious. I legitimately know and believe there's a good chance we're going to see a regional war break out and then a nuclear war. It's the Great Reset. They, they want to get to 90% population reduction by 2030. That's the official goal. And they're implementing everything they can. So, they think you're dumb and will think of the breakdown of civilization and, and the energy prices exploding and the food prices exploding and all the hyperinflation is because of Putin, not because of the Great Reset, not because of Fauci, not because of Klaus Schwab, not because of Bill Gates. They're the architect of this takeover with the Chinese. But they've got pieces of it, I know, in other bills like the big omnibus spending bill. And, and you're up there in the belly of the beast. And so few members of Congress address what we're facing this global uh, great reset. Thank God you're there. But the quicker people understand what we're facing, Glenn Beck's getting it. Tucker Carlson gets it. Uh, now Joe Rogan gets it. How are we ever going to beat this globalist corporate takeover that wants to make us poor to control us if people don't know even that they exist, MTG? You know, Alex, I always give people a lot more credit. Even if they don't really know the word, the great reset, they know something is wrong. And they know that our government is failing them. So I always give credit to the people, even though they may not know the name, they know what's going on. That's a, a very interesting clip. Isn't it? And it came from, a, a, of course, a hit piece saying that Marjorie Taylor Greene is supporting Alex Jones, you know, horrible conspiracy theory about conspiracy theory about the Great Reset. Like it doesn't exist. Like Klaus Schwab didn't write a book called The Great Reset, outlining everything that's happening right now. But they're mm -hmm. still claiming it as a conspiracy theory. With George theory. Soros fucking yep. backing it, too, exactly. by the way. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, Biden sucks stuff. Yeah. You, you didn't. Hey. He said he 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 wasn't he wasn't late. Um, we just, were we were early. <laughs> we we were early. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never been accused of that. Never. Actually, you have. I haven't. There I'm we the, go. I'm just a little I'm, little shout out for you. I'm the one that's always late. It's okay though. Uh, love for all. Mm, said, talking about Clay hmm. Clark. Wow. Yep. And Robin. And, yep. And then agrees. Robin's like, I agree. I, yep. I, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's a, I'm not saying that capitalism is a bad thing. I think capitalism is a great thing. Uh, just, but Clay Clark ha has a very dis distinct script and it was obviously written for him. And when you try and th when you throw him off that script, he flounders, falters, you, you, he doesn't can, know what to say. Uh, if you go back to Podbean, you can listen to our interview with him and he kind of got on our show and just took over. took over. And when I stopped him, you could see that he was not flustered, but he kind of talked and I'm a Catholic. So he immediately talked down about the Catholic church, which is, that's probably one normally, actually I don't get pissed off about it, but the way he 
put it to me because I told him that I was going to try and watch my mouth as best I could around him because I understood that he didn't like people swearing, which, Hey, if I respect you as a guest, I will not swear around you. However, when you come on my show and then you talk shit about my religion, that was kind of like, Whoa, dude, you might want to fucking slow your roll. I realize you don't realize you're talking to Dick punch, but it, I I can literally tap your balls (laughs) from a mile away with a big enough bullet, uh, depending on how big your dick is, but his probably isn't all that big. Now that I saw him, now that I saw him with Justin and what happened in Justin, I mean, he looked like a great big pussy boy, quite honestly. Um, but Clay feels like a mask off balance and the real person came out and it wasn't pretty. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And I think Justin showed that and he exposed that to the world. And by God, I, I, I love Justin for it because there's not a lot of other people that could have done it that way. Clay Clark sucks at acting improv. Yeah, yep. he sure he does. really does. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So, like we said, we're going to end this show with some good news. So now on my way home from my the second two hour drive that I do every day, uh, bringing our kid home from school. Uh, cause it's like an hour each way, um, with traffic. I, I was sitting in traffic and I, I saw something from Scavino on Twitter. I got a notification and it was that, uh, this podcast was starting and it's called the full send podcast. I'd never heard of it before. Uh, there are these young guys, apparently they're really good friends with Dana White, who's also really good friends with Trump. So, you know what I like about it right off the bat? Hmm. They're sitting with Trump drinking beer. Oh Yeah. Oh, they're, they're drinking big, they, they cuss. So, I mean, they don't really cuss with Trump. I, they, they say shit. They cuss afterwards after they're done with Trump. Like they drop the F bomb in there. It's, it's good. Um, but, uh, four young guys and they sit down with Trump for like an hour and they have a pretty decent conversation with him. I think I need to reach back out to, you know, who I think you do too. Um, because I bet Trump would love to come sit down with us. Uh, that would be fantastic. So maybe we could go to Mar-a-Lago. Um, but, and, the end of this interview I found, and this is not what we're playing, but I, it was very interesting because they do talk to him about his COVID response and all of that. And he says, we were making ventilators and sending ventilators all around the world. And you know what he never once brought up? Vaccines. Is this a football channel or a political one? Um, this, well, this is a, if this were a fucking football channel, you dumbass, there'd be a great big fucking goddamn soccer ball up in pa- the corner. Or Patriot. Pa- yeah, uh, fucking yeah. moron. This, this is a political channel, honey. So um, I'm sorry you didn't get the memo. This has always been a political channel and it will always be a political channel because I hate football. The NFL is gay. Anyway, and they've come out and said, said that. Too. So yeah. we're, we're good on that. Um, but anyway, the, the end of this interview, when they asked Trump about his COVID, COVID response, the one thing he did not bring up was vaccines. Not at all. Interesting. And every other, you know, before this, he was always like, oh, Warp Speed was the greatest and we came up with the best vaccine. It was like, it was right there and he ran away from it. Well, that's good he because ran away I'm glad it. so many people are fucking starting yes. to realize that. Yeah. Because I tell you what, that's a, <clears throat> that's a telltale sign that he was being told the wrong thing. Yeah. And uh, I think he's finally realized that. I think he finally listened to America. Now, he, if he <clears> would come out and say, and if he were ever to come on the show, you know, I'm going to ask him about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Because if he were to come out and say, no, you know, I was, I was misled. Uh, I've come to learn the vaccines are very dangerous and they're killing people and you, you should not take them. And I actually, apologize for what I perpetrated on the American people. Actually, all I want him to do is come out and say, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. That's, That's it. it. All That's I don't want to hear an wrong. excuse about how it was somebody else's fault yep. because some fuckstick decided to say, hey, well, you know, uh, you should do this. I want to hear him say, you know what? I want him to come out and say, I was wrong. My bad. That's it. That's all I want him to do. Yeah. 
That's as simple as it is. But anyway, this is the part we want to play for you because yep. this is a little bit more hope. Is Don, are you coming? I mean, I don't need to ask it. So I think yeah. you've, hint, you've hinted at it. Are you coming back and going to run for president of the United States? Well, you know, the campaign finance laws don't really allow you to discuss that okay. unless you're going to literally go through a different process. Uh, so I think a lot of people are going to be really happy. You guys might be really happy, but no, we're going to be. Happy. I think a lot of people <laughs> are going to be very happy. But I'll wait, how so? What do you I'll mean after. Well, I'll wait till I have so many people wanting me to do it. I think really that a lot of people are going to be very happy. They are very unhappy right now. Look, their You're gasoline with the Democrat is going party, to which... triple, quadruple. Yeah. It's going. It's going to levels. A friend of mine said the other day, "Who's who's got money?" He said. I just paid three times more for gasoline than I've been paying for the last <laughs> three years. And he, he said, what are people going to do? He couldn't believe it. He goes to the pump and he gets a bill. You know, he gets a bill for excess for years and it's fine. And all of a sudden it's three times higher than he's ever, than he's ever paid like before. Well, they just announced that it's now over $7 and it's over $5 in many places. And it was a dollar 87. I had it down to a dollar 87 and even, less than that during a certain period of time you know you know what the crazy part is yep. it's almost like he was he's like he was watching the news hmm. it was almost like he quit watching the news and he started he, he started to listen to people that were actually telling him hey look yeah this is what's it, it's almost is, like he took his blinders off because he stopped talking about i saw this on cnn or laura ingram said this or hannity saw said this and now he says my friend said this and this is a real life experience you're absolutely right so and i i i think that finally trump is pulling I, I don't know if he's pulling his head out of his ass or if he's finally listening to those who uh, that actually know, have a pulse as to what's going on in America. Yep. And there's a lot of people in America that, you know, the American people, I don't know what other people are talking about. People are fucking Pissed. pissed they're done with this yeah i talk to too many people every day to not know that every american out there right now is fucking furious and livid yeah with the current situation in america you know when i was at sam's club today the the girl at the checkout um because i didn't do the self-checkout i had a thousand dollars worth of crap right and and she was like wow and i had to renew my my membership and she's like do you do you want to back out of the plus and just do the regular because everything's so expensive these days and I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And she was like, I, I, I don't understand what's going on. This is terrible. I'm so glad I didn't vote in the last election because Biden is horrible. And I was like, wow, that's, that's great. So, um, all right, Francis Scott, I, I apologize for jumping down your throat. We get a lot of trolls around here. So I honestly thought you were one. Uh, I'm glad you liked geopolitics. So, and Hey, we'll, we'll always insult you for free. We, 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 we actually, that. we actually <laughs> we, do that for a bit. That, we do that for people all the time. I, so. I, I appreciate another guy that speaks more than one language. Yeah, yes. I, I will do that. I, it's just, uh, we do get a lot of bots and I've never seen your name before. And it's the first time yeah, I apologize. Awesome. Um, I, I Nick agree. Mix speaks a lot of languages. So I like Freemasonry to... from the US, USA. The country will continue going down. I agree too. Yep. 
Too many boos at a rally, at rallies when talked. Yes, that's but, exactly right. That's why he didn't say anything about the vaccines because he got so many boos at the rallies. But I, I think he finally the boos helped. I think that's what it, led him to him up. push people away. Yeah, I think he finally figured out that there were certain people. I think what he's starting to do is he's realizing that the group of people he had around him were the wrong people. No good. And now he's sitting. He's sitting there going, hmm. Maybe I should rethink my cabinet, my whoever's talking to him, because it's not the same people that he had when he was in office. Yeah. Because the same people that he had when, when he was in office, one of them I happen to know. That's why I said there's somebody you I've got to call him. I, know. I need to reach out to yep. and see if maybe we can get him to come talk to us because I think he would enjoy that conversation. I don't get me wrong, I think he really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah. He seemed to get along with all four of those guys yeah. and he was just talking normal shit. I, I don't know. It'd be interesting if we could get it him would on. be. By the way, the the your friend there that you know that you're gonna call, I think he's playing Q on Truth Social. Hmm. That'd so be interesting to find out. Yeah. Because I noticed he did take a picture of something down there. Uh, a beer a bottle of beer and it was from um, Yeah, I saw that. Hel it was on Truth Social. It was too. from Helsinki or something. And but it was from it was Mar-a-Lago. But the picture was specifically from the time when Putin gave Trump the soccer ball. Correct. So which I thought that was weird. Yeah. So there's something there's something going on there. Scavino and um Cash Patel and somebody said that Cash Patel Scavino and Q, somebody else were all no, having a beer. Were Q. That's why I said I think your friend is playing Q because uh, I think he was he was a part of it. So stay here. I think Trump is shining a light on all the farm. I think so, too. I think yeah. all of that applies to it. But understand that he had blinders on from the time that he got out of office. He, he encapsulated himself with his own so people. Blows me away because before he got into office, he was talking about how bad traditional vaccines are. Yeah. So why would he just all of a sudden say, oh, this one is we the, gotta oh, have this that is one. great. Yeah. Now we can trust big pharma. It's very weird to me. The USA allows someone so old and negligent as Biden to go to the White House. We didn't allow it. The election was stolen. He was installed. I'm he is a puppet. pretty sure that's not that allowed it. Yes. I don't know if you're from here, but yeah, that's, I don't think so. I'm not um, sure where you're from, but I appreciate you listening. And um, I'm sorry I went off on you, but we do get a lot of trolls yeah, and there's a lot of trolls. That it's completely just... unreal. The, the Like the whole country knows that the election was stolen. Argentina. Okay. Fantastic. I almost, Welcome. I almost, uh, I, I was almost married off to a guy from Argentina. Hey, Argentina's, I've been to Argentina. It's, yeah. What, what was the, where's our fallback plan B? Yeah. I, well, no, that was definitely one because of Because I love that the gun laws in Argentina are the same as the gun laws in the United States. Yeah. My mother, when I was 15, was debating between marrying me off to some rich dude in Argentina or the son of some Man, see, cabinet member see in how Venezuela. I, see how I could have missed because out? Because both of them were going to put me on their equestrian team, their Olympic equestrian team, Argentina and Venezuela. Um, but I, they, they found out I wasn't a virgin. And so that fell through the cracks. <laughs> uh, love for all is from, I'm from Uruguay. Hmm. Really? All right. Love that though. That's a fucking badass. Oh and yeah. She lives in Florida now. Awesome. Excellent. Um, uh, yep. All right. That's awesome. Fantastic. All right, folks. Well, okay. either way, uh, we're way over. Uh, we got to get usual. out of here, yep. but we always go long. So either way, uh, check us out tomorrow yep. night. Like, share, subscribe. Yep. We Always. will be on tomorrow night. Um, uh, I don't know what's happened the last couple of days, but our numbers have blown up. So we really appreciate you guys getting the word yeah. out there. You guys are fucking killing it for us. We do have some of the best listeners that tune in every night. Um, and again, go vote. Uh, if you haven't been listening, this is one of them.
No, he's being dismembered. I can't do it. So this is the Patriot side. Uh, so uh, like we do the uh, for for the wolf pack, I always do the uh, howls out there. Um, this one is for this is the other one, but as we talked about, it's We're too long. It down so I'm going to have to cut this end. down. We will run and we will live. All right, fight and you may die. Run and you'll live at least a while. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing? to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom so the way we're going to cut that down based on what Robin told me uh, we need to cut that down to the end part where they can take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Yeah, I think so that's it. I can chop that one down. And uh, if you guys see that, just do me a favor. Just vote. Shoot us an email. That would be mickvlynn at gmail.com. M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N. And just give us a, let us know which one you want, which one you prefer. But that's for all of my, we're going to call you all patriots. And uh, when we do that, we're going to give you a little shout out and we'll give the Wolfpack their normal shout out because got to love the Wolfpack. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hey, hey, I've watched them tear some people up and I enjoy watching that. Hey, I think it's if, hysterical. if Justin cut doesn't come back soon, they might turn into our wolf pack. Shit, you never know. Hey, I hope not. I, 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 know, I want I Justin, Justin to come back. I love listening to Justin. I know. I do too. So either way, uh, for the Mick Envy Lynn, we're not going to take it. We not will talk, take it. talk to you later. Thanks for watching.